Hello, everybody. You are listening to KBVR Corvallis. Welcome inside the booth here. I am Ryan Harlan alongside Casey Smith, and we're here to bring you Oregon State and Stanford here in just about kickoff is just about 15 minutes from now. And for those watching at home on TV, we'll be on a slight seven second delay here just for your uh, listening pleasure. But Casey, as we kind of talked about earlier, alluded to earlier in a little sound check, you know, talking about this game, kind of, you know, what the stakes are here uh, going in. Both Oregon State and Stanford are looking for their first Pac-12 win of the year. Both are 0-2 in conference play as of right now. And it's uh it's a really it's a really important game for both for both teams here um what what would you say kind of about you know what this matchup means uh yeah this matchup is just really big uh looking forward in our schedule you know you always want to focus on the game ahead and the game ahead right now is stanford so we're going to try to get this one done but you know looking ahead this is kind of a must-win game for us, having lost to Utah and USC. You know, the USC game was a nail-biter, and uh, through the combined injuries and, you know, just all the things that, you know, kind of went awry and, you know, shocked, shocked us last week against Utah, we're looking to get a big comeback win, solidify us as, you know, we're still a solid team, get back to our routine of things. We're going to see a change with Gil Branson, but I think we're going to end up playing Beaver football the way that we should. That's right. No chance, Nolan, for tonight's game. Nolan is out due to a neck strain that was suffered during a first quarter of the matchup against Utah. But I want to talk about that a little more. I mean, you know, the Beavers can hang, you know, those two losses in particular. The Beavers hung around, you know, with two top 25 teams. The team can compete with anybody across, you know, the Pac-12 and across the nation, but... What killed Beavers in those two games and what basically I think we're looking for here for tonight from them in particular is clean it up on the offensive side, no turnovers. I mean, eight turnovers within the span of two games, four and against uh, USC and then another four against Utah. Nolan, the re- responsible party for both of those, and then Goldbranson from when he came in had two of his own, but... You know, that's going to be key for tonight's game is just limiting the mistakes, the inconsistencies on offense and keeping this, you know, keeping the ball rolling here on the offensive side. And we'll just have to see what, you know, we'll have to see what that game plan looks like with, you know, Goldbranson in. Yeah, And the Beavers, you know, we were kind of getting a sense of what the Beaver identity, what it really looked like for this, you know, this season. Not having Chance Nolan kind of makes this team reassess what their identity is going to be looking forward will they have Nolan looking forward maybe maybe not but Gil Branson's who we're riding with right now so let's find an identity with him and keep doing what we know best on certain sides of the ball as far as defense I'm looking to see big games out of you know the middle of the field a lot of big plays out of uh, Fisher and uh, Kyrie Morris Fisher or Fisher Morris and as well as big plays out of Jaden Grant. You know, having him playing up in the box today might be the reason why we cause turnovers and end up getting ourselves in good field position to win this game. 
Exactly. I, I definitely agree. The defense has been looking great so far under Trent Bray, uh, playing with a lot of energy. You know, guys are out there in the right position to make plays. And the biggest thing out there is depth. You know, you have guys out there in the middle of the field and Kyrie Fisher-Morris, um, Omar Spates, Jack Coletto, Easton Mascarenas Arnold, you know, guys out there in the front of the defense, you can rotate guys in and out. And then on the back end, you got a guy like Jaden Grant, you know, he's always going to be, you know, who the, he's going to be that guy that, you know, the court opposing quarterbacks are going to look at and, you know, be like, okay, where is number three on the field? And I need to stay away from him, you know, when I'm looking down for my first read or anything like that. And let's kind of like, well, this little transition in here to, you know, kind of the opponent here in, in Stanford, um, Last matchup against Stanford, they came here uh, to Corvallis and they were starting. They were not starting Tanner McKee um, for that game. They were starting true freshman Ari Patu and ended up losing that game. Uh, but this time, we're you know Oregon State's coming to them. The Beavers are coming to them and haven't really seen. Tanner McKee, at least from last year to this year. So it's going to be a little different of a wild card thrown in. But at the same time, though, Stanford's experiencing a lot of injuries. And then, you know, they got you have your starting running back go down, but you don't miss a step coming in with Casey Filkins. And there, and I think you can speak more on Casey Filkins and sort of how he's impacted the Cardinal offense here so far. Yeah, Filkins is just having a tremendous, you know, season in general. From Lake Oswego, Oregon, shout out my hometown. This dude is an absolute baller. He has been since elementary school. I mean, he can just flat out play. Uh, I mean, he's stepping in, doing all the right things. I, he had one one bad drop that led to a turnover against Washington, but that was his first career start. So I think Stanford's going to have to rely on you know his athletic ability down the line. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to see what the defense for Oregon State what we have to do in order to stop him and, you know, really get a spark on defense to create offense. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And speaking of that last game, I mean, you know, coincidentally, that is when Trent Bray last year took over and we saw a change in how the defense played from the week prior to Stanford and then how they played since. So I wanted to throw that in there. It's just kind of a little surprise is like, Hey, like, you know, this is not really like a full circle moment, but this is kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, this is when Trent Bray took over the defense and the defense finally started to establish their identity mm-hmm. is the best way I can describe that. Yeah, it's very well put. Uh, do you want to look around the league here, Casey, and see kind of like, you know, scores going on as of right now before before we get things uh, kicked off here? Yeah, let's take a look around the rest of the Pac-12. Um, starting out here first, with games that are currently going on. Number six USC, who is five and zero, is up twenty-seven to fourteen against Washington State. Uh, ball is at the Washington State twenty-five. Washington State currently has the ball, looking to looking to cut into that lead here in the fourth quarter with eight thirty-seven left to play. Um, Arizona State and Washington played earlier today. Number 21, Washington, lost to Arizona State to the Sun Devils, 45-38. to So we'll see if they remain in the top 25 or not. And then Utah, which was the biggest surprise out of, out of today, they lost to uh, UCLA. Yeah, oh. I'm surprised to see UCLA re- like 
remaining undefeated. You know, Dorian Thompson Robinson is really, really going in right now. You know, threw for 299, four touchdowns this week, and he's really just putting up great numbers. And then you can't forget about UCLA's running back, Charbonnet, who had 22 carries for almost 200, just two yards short of 200 rushing yards, averaging nine yards carry and one touchdown on the day. I mean, what really won that game for the Bruins was running the ball against Utah's defense. I mean, Utah is, you know, still top of the pack, but that rushing defense, you know, you're about almost halfway through the season and opponents can you know run on you pretty easily even the beavers but like you know it's not it's something that will have to get cleaned up here going forward if utah wants to contend for another uh pac-12 championship yeah i 100 percent agree uh right now what i'm thinking is you know ucla is obviously leading the pac-12 at six and oh usc is uh uh at five and zero, and they're three and zero within conference. I think that Oregon State's going to end up right, right behind them. You know, I think these guys are going to have a lot of late, late season losses, and Oregon State's just going to get on a nice little roll and find ourselves right, right up with these guys. You know, I think we have four ranked teams in the Pac-12. We have a lot of talent in the Pac-12, and Oregon State has proved in, proved again that we're not a team to mess around with. We almost took a game from USC, and we could have taken a game from Utah. So who's to say that the Beavers can't take a lot of games away? Exactly, and with the schedule you know, getting a little easier here going forward, I think you'll start to see that race tightening a little, a little bit more here. Uh, and then another one, speaking of, uh, well... You know, another top-ranked team in the pack. Oregon leads Arizona 28-13 to at half. Um, so to the game that's going on just a little south of us, that is that is the score uh, right now here on this late-night Pac-12 after dark matchup here. And, yeah, do you have anything else to add, Casey, before we kind of get, get underway here? Hey, I'm just excited for some good football. Me too, me too. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife. OregonState.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. 
Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's Local Music Hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Hey, Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Welcome back. You are listening to KBBR Corvallis. We're waiting for waiting for the game here to get kicked off here. Uh, still, at least the TV has not switched over yet. So in the meantime, uh, we are going to talk about talk about the Oregon State Beavers the, and sort of the struggles from the 0-2 that we alluded to a little briefly here uh, in, in our pregame a little bit here. So, I mean, like, you get a three, Casey, you get a 3-0 and start, right? You know, you look great on offense, and then as soon as you hit top 25 ranked teams in Utah and USC, the inconsistencies start to show, the turnovers become more and more and more, and it's not looking like everything's kind of put together there a little bit. Now, it, you you could maybe chalk that up to, you know, you're playing top-tier competition in the nation, but as we said earlier, you know, you're... You, you can it, the Beavers can compete with anybody, and it's pretty clear, you know, we're playing USC, but like, you know, there's no, you would say that there isn't a true sort of offensive identity that this team has kind of wrapped itself around. Like last year, Beavers were a very good team that ran the ball a lot, um, but this year there's not really that much. Now, do you think it's a, guy, a combination of you know a little consistency and competition, having guys out like Luke Musgrave and Trey Lowe who are also out for tonight's game? You know, having those guys is really crucial to the offensive success. Or do you think what so like more like what are your thoughts kind of on, on this so far? Yeah, so I just think uh, you know big part about this Utah game last week was eliminating mistakes and the Beavers just failed to do that and it felt like that from the very I felt like Chance Nolan getting hurt took the wind out of our sails very quickly and this Utah game just kind of then furthered all the little mistakes that the Beavers had been making all throughout the season you know little mistakes that allowed Fresno State to be more in the game um, 
allowing Montana State to put up 28 points on us, you know? The Beavers are a very solid team defensively, and losing this offensive identity really hurt them. Uh, but I think last week is more of an awakening week where, okay, now we really have to switch a gear and focus on what's going to make us win games down the line. And going into this game, I think the most exciting part about this upcoming game is going to be the first quarter because you don't really know what to expect out of this Beaver offense because they didn't really get into stride in, uh, in this in this Utah State game at all. So what are they going to have for us come this first quarter? Are they going to come out and smack Stanford's defense in the mouth or are we going to going to stick with our game plan and keep chalking up great plays, big chunk plays, and ultimately coming away with the win today? From my understanding, um, Lingren was saying, like, if, you know, during during practice this past week, Lingren was saying that, uh, you know, if Nolan what could not go, the game plan wouldn't change quite significantly, uh, having Goldbranson in. Uh, is from what I'm saying, but yeah, very, you know, sort of valid points. But even then too, like even in that, even in that Utah game, that game was still winnable by, by halftime. It was not far out of reach for, for the Beavers. It's just those untimely mistakes and, you know, kind of getting away from what's work, what was working throughout the game, uh, kind of, kind of did, did, did them in a little bit. And I yeah, think. Yeah, thousand percent. And I think that like not necessarily like second guessing on the offensive side of the ball, at least the play calls that come down, you know, and the execution of said play calls is going to be big in this game. And I expect uh, the Beavers to come out with a little more intensity and kind of, uh, you know, more of something, something to prove here uh, going forward. But um, I'm looking for this Beaver defense to be the catalyst for the offense. Truly a, uh, the Beavers have done a great job of scoring off of turnovers so far this season, and they've also done a great job of causing these turnovers. So I'm going to look for you know guys like Jaden Grant, guys like uh, Akili Arnold, um, Alex Austin, and just people that we can rely on and go, huh, that was a big play that we needed out of him today. Thank you. Now our offense can go to work. That's right. Yeah, a lot of not a lot of turnovers in these past two weeks. Uh, you know, almost a couple sacks against USC, but you know, Caleb Williams is Caleb Williams, and you know, beholding beholding, in my opinion, the future Heisman, holding him to seventeen points, and holding that offense and all that weaponry that you know they've established. I think that is a strong a strong representation of who the beavers are as a defense i definitely i definitely would agree on that and you know smith said post game too like hey like you know if you had told me that we're gonna hold them to 17 points i'd be you know i'd be pretty pleased with that and i i i would share those similar sentiments too if i were in you know smith's shoes uh there and i know not a lot of us certainly expected that type of defensive performance out of uh bray's unit but Speaking on Bray, I guess, you know, while we have some time here, you know, waiting, waiting for the game to kick off here. Um, you know, speaking about Bray, the the difference in intensity that we talked about in the energy, 
you know, it, it's been quite noticeable. The defense plays with an edge, and you know, you heard it all camp of, um, you know, we're we're allowed to do things freely, just you know, go after the ball, and not really have to think about what what's being presented in front of us when when you know when you see the offense out there mm-hmm. it's more of just like almost sort of simplifying things and you know kind of bray just being on the sideline i think really has invigorated oregon state's defense and just the players responding well to what bray is you know teaching them and just the simpleness of and the aggressiveness of going after the ball and making plays and you know giving the ball back mm-hmm. to the offense is really has really like been a benefit this year and it seems that like you know the players have really bought into what Bray has been preaching yeah um, and throughout uh, this offseason yeah exactly and Bray you know he was complimenting Stanford's quarterback Tanner McKee you know over these past couple of days saying uh saying you know how solid of a quarterback he is how good of a quarterback and how well he knows that offense and what again really what he notified on and started talking about more was we need to do our job. They're going to do their thing, and he does a great job, and this quarterback does a great job of holding his reads, so we can't get too overcommitted. We have to do a great job of being in the right place at the right time today, and that's just all about preparation and what they're going to put out on the field today. Exactly, and you know, I, I'm sure he probably said something about, like, hey, if they're going to make plays or we're going to make mistakes or anything like that, you know, we just got to know how to respond. And saw. So, I saw that uh, in in the scrimmage, and you see that across a, 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 all the at least the small, small sample size of games that we have here so far for for the Beavers. Going forward here, um, we'll be back, and you know, going forward here, it's just it, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this defense kind of responds to. Uh, to uh, Stanford and Tanner McKee going forward. We'll be back in just a short break here. Another short break here. Um, just kind of waiting for, wait. like I said, waiting for the game here to start. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local.
Prism is looking for submissions for its upcoming literary magazine from Oregon State University students. Students can submit up to five submissions, including literary submissions, visual art submissions, and video slash audio submissions. Submissions are due November 18th at 11.59 p.m. To submit your work and for specific guidelines on submissions, visit our website at prism.orangemedianetwork.com submissions. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. 
take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. 
That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Welcome back inside inside the booth here to KBVR Corvallis. The game has just started here. It's on ESPN News, so we're kind of late to the action. If you just if you're just tuning in, Beavers have the ball. It's second down and eight, first quarter. About ten fifty eight in the first here. Gold Branson under Sander hands off to Damian Martinez. Martinez is at about the. 15-yard line. Great rush by Martinez there. Slips one defender, able to get through the secondary. Beavers have a run-heavy attack here so far to start out the game here. Be switching over here soon once once ESPN lets up here with uh, MLB baseball here in a second. But for right now, we're making it work. Nolan under center. Sorry. Galbranson under center. Hands off to Harrison. Harrison slips a tackle. Another one down to about the 22-yard line. Tackle made by safety Kendall Williamson. Beaver scores still 0-0 in nine minutes and 41 seconds here. Second down and 12 in the... Beavers have run nine plays for 53 yards and used about five minutes and 30 seconds off the clock here. Goldbranson to pass, steps back, looks, surveys, fires over the middle, passes broken up, tended for Anthony Gould, third down and 12. You know, we're seeing the Beavers come out when they're trying to throw this one. They're coming out in a spread package. So we're seeing less of that play action uh, play action movement that you know Chance Nolan liked to do those big developing long long plays downfield. I think we're going to see a lot of a uh, you know short short uh, conversions out of Gilbranson. Definitely here. Uh, this is a big big third down here for the Beavs inside Stanford territory. Goldbranson steps back, looks, service, fires, and it's thrown away. Pass in the vicinity of Treshawn Harrison, fourth down and 12, and the Beavers will kick a field goal here. What did you see kind of out of that sort of first drive here from, from the Beavers here, Casey? Uh, you know, I saw a lot of quick routes, uh, trying to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one opportunities, uh, much like we saw from Oregon's passing uh, threat last week. Really trying to get the ball in the hands of our talent quickly, not make Gil Branson have to hold on to it uh, very long. Sappington with the field goal, a 40-yarder, no 
good. Left that one just a little bit too right. Score zero zero. Nine minutes and seven seconds here in the first quarter. Um, as as the Beavers miss the field goal, and Stanford now has the ball. You know, I'm really excited to see. You know, what what the offense of Stanford really going to try to have to go to in order to shock this defense. You know, we're seeing really every every week in, week out, Oregon State's defense, they like to get a really good punch on first down. So I'm surprised to see what type of mixes, what type of, you know, stunts that they're going to have uh, for uh, Stanford today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a short break. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Welcome back inside the booth here. Stanford has the ball here as they take the ball here on a four-yard run by Casey... No, by number four... Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson. First down and 10 for the Cardinal. Nice little jet sweep around the backside. A little Statue of Liberty jet sweep is what I would call that one. McKee 
is under uh, hands it off play action down the middle to about the 40 yard line Jaden Grant with the stop McKee, McKee really taking advantage of that seam that was left open by the Oregon State defense right there just gashed him with his tight end Cardinal are using very much a lot of up-tempo here going forward. Hands it off to Casey Filkins for about a gain of two yards. Second down and eight. Kyrie Fisher-Morris and Omar Spades in on the tackle. First real sort of run that we've seen from Filkins here tonight. I know it's still early, but looks like they're going to try and get him going here. Yeah, they're really just going through, uh, really having McKee go through all of his reads, uh, we're seeing a lot of RPOs out of this uh, out of this formation setup. Still zero zero here. Seven minutes and forty four seconds here in the game. Empty set here for Stanford. Motion. McKee steps back, looks short pass underneath to. Going back again, going back again to number 84, Benjamin Urosic, the tight end out of Bakersfield, California. There's a flag on the play. I'll have to wait and see what that is. We got a hold on the offense. Second down, replay second down here, holding on number 73, Jake Hornenbrook. Just a great little shovel development development there drawn up by a little H-back and an empty set. Stamp that pushes back the Cardinal here. Uh, <laughs> here on second down. I mean, Casey, like, you know, you kind of get that momentum going and that, you know, sort of that penalty kind of drives you back. But, you know, so far what we've seen from this Cardinal offense is that, you know, they're playing with a lot of up-tempo here. Mm-hmm. They're really, uh, you know, making McKee... Pick all the right reads in this offense. McKee, you saw, you see it again right there. The key, nice pass there to number eighty-one. That would be Bryson Tremaine, the fifth year out of Los Angeles, California. Third and one, Filkins up the middle, gets the first down, and. This Cardinal offense is in scoring range here in the red zone with six minutes and 38 seconds here in the first quarter. Cardinal have run about six plays for 60 yards here, taking a little time here off the clock. A little under three minutes taken off the clock by the Cardinal offense. Empty set. McKee snaps the ball, looks. Waiting, fires, and passes incomplete. McKee had all time back there. Pass intended for number five, John Humphreys. Great coverage there by Alex Austin. Second down and 10. Expect another sort of shot you know testing Alex Austin here after after that I mean you know McKee had all day there and I expect probably them to go back to back to another pass here and that's uh you know that's only McKee's first incompletion of the drive so McKee little swing route out to Eurosic Eurosic 
makes a man miss, and another picks up about eight on the on the play. Third down in about two. Yeah, Jurosic's a, a big body, hard to bring down at six four, two forty two. Moves well out of the backfield. He's going to be a problem coming down the line. See if the Beaver defense can f- hold the Cardinals to a field goal at worst. Filkins. I think he got the first down. Yeah, I think he'll get the first down on that one. Pick up about one and a half yards on that on that play there. Looks like Filkins was, you know, was a little hesitant right there, trying to really pick his hole just to get the first down wherever he could. First down and goal here for the Cardinal. Five minutes here in the first quarter. Current play drive here for the Cardinal. Majority majority passing plays here so far kind of balanced but five passes four rushing yards nine plays in total here so far McKee motions out his two tight ends snaps looks fires underneath and Eurosic for a pickup of about five or so Mascarenas on the tackle Cardinal Inching ever closer into the end zone. Second down and goal. Very much a lot of passing here, which is really surprising, especially in the red zone. I mean, we've seen it before, you know, passing in the red zone doesn't necessarily go uh, go go your way when, you know, you have a defense like the Beavers here. Yeah, a little risky, especially over the middle uh, with our great safeties in Keaton Oladapo and Jaden Grant. We'll see if they go to the run. McKee hands off to Filkins. Filkins gets about maybe one on that third and goal. Omar Spates with a great hit on that play. What did you kind of see there on that play there from Spates? Uh, Spates really just scraping, finding the hole, and immediately making a disruption. Nowhere for Filkins to go there, but right into the hands of Spates. Cardinal third and goal here, just under four minutes in the first quarter. Run. 11 plays for 77 yards here. I form set for the Cardinals. McKee under center. With an extra lineman in the backfield. Hands off. Filkins, touchdown, Stanford. 7-0 with 3 minutes and 37 seconds left in the first quarter. You can see Stanford utilizing an extra lineman, an eligible lineman uh, for that fact as kind of a tight end in motion, similar to the way that the San Francisco 49ers utilized Trent Williams in motion, but instead of you know going all the way across, just went right up the middle. Great play call by, by the Stanford offense on that one for the Philkins touchdown. Great car, great you know play there uh, as the extra point is up and away here. Be number 43, Joshua and Cardi, the junior out of Burlington, North Carolina. Play is good. Cardinal up 7-0 with 3 minutes and 37 seconds. We'll be back in just a short break. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. 
For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Welcome back inside the radio booth here in KBVR Corvallis. And we just saw Stanford take the lead here, 7 nothing. So, And this is the first time that they've led in a game, uh, in a conference game this, this season. So see, we'll see if that changes here. Yeah, and, you know, as much as I am, you know, proud to and happy for Casey Filkins to continue to shine for the Stanford offense, something needs to change quickly for this Beaver defense. Uh that was kind of a poor drive for them, in my opinion. They, they let up too much up the middle. fielded by Silas Bolden. Bolden breaks that tackle and is uh, out to the 25-yard line. Sorry to cut you off there, Casey. No worries. Taken down by kicker Joshua Cardi. Ooh, kicker on the coverage there. And the Beavers will get the ball here about their own, what, 25-yard line? Ben Gulbranson, who is making his first career uh, start as a Beaver, it's looked not too bad so far here in the early slate. Here, I know it's you know it's only seven, nothing's early in the game, but like for a guy that hasn't played in over a year due to due to injury, uh, had a shoulder injury this past season, wasn't able to play, 
and that's why you bring in a guy like Sam Neuer from the previous year. But, um, you know, so far, early returns are on the, you know, sort of the drive so far. What would you say those early returns are here so far in his first full start? Uh, we saw great runs out of Damian Martinez. Uh, we saw a great, we saw a great mix-up of who's going to be getting the ball. Uh, Trayshawn Harrison got some touches. You know, Anthony Gould was uh, an intended receiver on a, on a play. We know Damian Martinez is going to get some touches. So I think really giving Stanford different looks of, you know, who's going to have the ball today, who we were going to rely on, we can rely on all of our athletes because that's the reason why they're Oregon State Beavers. That's the reason why they're here. Spreading out, yeah, spreading out that ball, spreading out the ball to the playmakers is going to be crucial on this drive to put up put up points here uh, going forward. Um, we'll be back here in just a little bit. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to Welcome back inside the booth here, KVR Corvallis. There's a play under review here on the kickoff. Not entirely sure what they're looking at. And, oh. and it looks like Jack Coletto accidentally might have fair caught the ball for Silas Bolden. That is something you rarely see. <laughs> and that would put the Beavers on pretty much the half-yard line. That is not where you want... No, that is not where you want to start start th this drive here. Um, you basically turn a 25-yard gain here into less than a yard as Fenwick runs up the middle here for about nine yards, about f for second in... One or inches? Yeah, second second and very short. Great yeah. run by Fenwick. You know, getting to that second level again. Beavers uh, O line doing a really good job of allowing enough space for these Beaver backs to get through and keep driving down this field. Yes, yeah, so as the Beavers rush up to the line here. No, uh, Goldbranson under center. 
Anthony Gould on the motion. Hands off to Fenwick. Fenwick bounces off a man. Another tackle. Gets the first down to out to about the Oregon State 15-yard line. First down and 10. What did you see there on that run from from the Beavers there, Casey? You know, just continuing to trust in our in the great running backs we have with Damian Martinez and Deshaun Fenwick. Really just great work of get the ball in their hands and let them show what they have to do. Goldbranson under center once more. Hands it off to Jam Griffin. Griffin to the outside, breaks a tackle, and is picks up about five, four or five yards there on that place. Second down. So you were saying with the you know having having all the you know these running backs here, uh, Casey. Um, I mean, like just being able to rotate guys in and out, have playmakers, you know, constantly in there, kind of keeping guys fresh has really been beneficial for this offense, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think it, you know, allowing allowing these backs to not only prove that they're solid backs and can do the dirty work getting downfield, getting to the second level, breaking tackles and doing what they need to, but I think just having three of them and, you know, Trey Lowe coming off of injury eventually, having backs in those depth really going to help the Beavers down the line. Griffin with a nice run there for a first down and 10. I mean, a lot of been a lot of runs here so far. And I mean, obviously, when you're backed up to the half yard line, not much you can do there, but not a lot of not a lot of uh, sort of pass plays here so far. I mean, just 11, you know, Pass run plays to four pass plays here so far. Yeah, so. we just saw the graphic there. Beavers really going to have to rely on this strong run game. Maybe even the fact that we do have these three backs. This is going to tire out the Stanford defense. Gold Branson play action fires and passes complete to Anthony Gould for a first down. Minute and five here to go in the first quarter. See, the difference in the play-action plays that I'm seeing from Nolan to Gilbranson is they're much quicker developing. Uh, we really, I think we're seeing is we Oregon State doesn't want Gilbranson to hold the ball very long. Really wants it to wants him to get the ball out of his hands and into his athletes. Gilbranson under center once more. Hands it off to Deshaun Fenwick. Fenwick. Breaks a tackle and is out to about a five-yard gain there on second down. It's now second down, and I think the Beavers are gonna. Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna rush to the line here, try and get another playoff. Goldbranson takes the snap, hands it off once more to Deshaun Fenwick. Fenwick for about a yard. Ooh, he loses his helmet. Helmet came off in the pile there. And Fenwick is probably going to have to go out here for a play. Um, as it's like the, the clock, clock will stop, stop until Fenwick seven. will. Yeah. Yep. Clock will roll, and then we'll take this to the second quarter. And don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a short break here. At the end of one, Stanford seven, Oregon State zero. See you in the second quarter. 
Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Prism is looking for submissions for its upcoming literary magazine from Oregon State University students. Students can submit up to five submissions, including literary submissions, visual art submissions, and video slash audio submissions. Submissions are due November 18th at 11.59 p.m. To submit your work and for specific guidelines on submissions, visit our website at prism.org. Welcome back inside the booth here on KVVR Corvallis. 7 nothing Stanford here in the second quarter as the Beavers face a third and two from the 46-yard line. Beavers coming out in the eye formation with two tight ends. No. Goldbranson hands off to Coletto for the first down. Yeah, good run by there. It looks like Coletto hesitated a bit. It seems to me like this Stanford front is making a little bit of an issue in the in the A gap for 
this uh, this Oregon State center for us right now. Which has been a little uncharacteristic of Stanford in his past couple of games here. A lot of previous other teams that they've faced have been able to run on them pretty well. Gold Branson, under center once more, hands off to Fenwick. Fenwick gets about a yard on the play there, second down and nine. Yeah, and just like the last play, another great play by D. Lyman, Anthony Franklin. You know, great job by getting sideways and making a play. That's all. If you're Stanford, that's all that you can ask for against these Oregon State backs. Second down and nine here for the Beavs. Gold Branson looks to pass. Surveys, fires down the field. Caught? Oh, mm. nearly caught by Anthony Gold, and Gold knew he ha- should have had that one there. Just uh, it's third and nine. Just right out of the fingertips of Anthony Gold on that one. You know, Gold Branson saw the one-on-one coverage down the line, deep post route. Gould had him beat. Oh, just two hands on it. Just missed that one. Yeah, just missed that. Gold, gold. You know, you could see the frustration. Uh, You could see the excitement there. Yeah, Gould Branson thought he had a clear touchdown there. Third and nine for the Beavs here with 13 13 minutes and 54 seconds. Gold Branson hit as he throws complete to Ty John Lindsay Lindsay makes a man miss grabs the first down to about the 30 yard line Ty John Lindsay doing a great job by making a man miss right there I I'm back again with the Deontay Johnson comparison because that's exactly what you have to do you get the ball to your guy on a clean out route make one guy miss makes another man miss able to get the first down keep the drive going what a throw by Ben there, you know, getting hit as you throw to deliver it on a rope. And that's also on the receiver there being able to catch that ball. Yeah, great work by Gold Branson to stay in and deliver the ball. Gold Branson, quick pass to Treshawn Harrison. Harrison has a first down to about the 20 yard line. A little X screen right there on the wide side of the field. Just a great drawn up play right there. Like I said, as long as Gil Branson is able to get the ball into his athletes and his receivers' hands quickly, I think this Beaver offense is going to be in a good position to score points down the line. Gold Branson, 3 of 4 for 40 yards here so far on this drive here for the Beavers. Gold Branson under center. Back in the eye formation. Hands it off to Jam Griffin. Jam Griffin gets about 6 yards on that play there. Beavers are now knocking on the door here for to put up a put up some points. And you know they're going over. We're seeing a graphic right now. Of, you know Oregon State in the red zone, twenty-two chances, fourteen touchdowns, and five field goals. So the Beavers are nineteen for twenty-two when it comes to coming away with points in the red zone. Let's see if they can extend that and keep this good drive and cap off this good drive. Cap off this so far, 13 play and 85 yards with the touchdown. Gold Branson, once again, under center. Oh, a jump there. It looks like he thought it had a free play, but I'll see if that is on the on the offense there or the defense here for Stanford. Looks like, yep, yep, they're going, they're going back there. I- and that will go on O-lineman Joshua Gray. 
Joshua Gray, the guilty party there with a false start. Yeah, with 11.54 left in the second quarter, Beavers really need to start putting points on the board and really lock down. What I like about these drives so far, though, is that we're seeing long possessions, and that's really allowing the Beavers to do what they need to do offensively and st- stop them from allowing Stanford from what they need to do defensively. Gold Branson pass incomplete to Tajon Lindsay, third down and nine. Beavers looking to c- come away with some points here on this drive after missing the early field goal uh, to start out the game here. 11 minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter. There's a f- flag here. A discussion over a flag going on in the middle of the field. It looks like that flag was picked up. Or uh, we have a dead ball unsportsmanlike conduct foul between, I think, both the offense and the defense. Wow, so it looks like getting a little chippy here in Stanford early. Those penalties obviously offset. That will go on number 15 for Stanford. That would be be Stephen Heron, the edge rusher out of New New Albany, Indiana. And you could see as he was going back to the sideline, coaches were yelling at him there for giving up that giving up that penalty or being the guilty party for that penalty there. Waiting for waiting for the clock to wind here. As Goldbranson looks set back to pass here in Beavers in a bunch formation at the bottom of the screen. Goldbranson looks, fires, and is caught by the freshman tight end Jack Velling down to about the Stanford one. Really good ball there by Goldbranson, threading the needle right in this right in the zone. Yeah, great catch there by Velling. Bring it in, that one hand there, freshman out of Washington. Ethan Bonner, the corner, almost had a shot at an interception there, but Gil Branson just put enough on it just to throw it over him and drop it into Velling. Jack Coletto now in at quarterback. Motions a man out. Coletto takes the direct snap and is in for the touchdown. 6-0-6-7 Oregon State. Beavers continuing to have a great push up front. Great work by this O-line. Jack Coletto with a one-yard touchdown run makes it seven to six here. And you can see you can see a lot of excitement out of Gil Branson from the sidelines. Really, really big step up drive for him. 15 plays, 99 yards, almost almost eight minutes taken off the clock. Great work by the Beaver offense to neutralize this game at seven. Ten minutes and 52 seconds. We're all tied up here in the second quarter. Nearly jinxed that one. I said neutralize at seven, but <laughs> as the field goal is good on that one. You always you always want, you know, you don't want to you know try to give the, you know, sort of announcers jinx, uh, so to speak. And going back to that unsportsmanlike, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct call, 
uh, it was Heron, and I believe it was Joshua Gray for the Beavers. So offsetting penalties uh, that, you know. Keep the drive alive, so to, so to speak. There is a flag here on the uh, on the kickoff, on the, on the kicking of the extra point here. It looks like things are getting really chippy down the line now. The, fi- the, the extra point is good. Another sportsmanlike conduct call against uh, Stanford. You would think you think David Shaw is not happy about that, having two sort of back to back, keeping that Oregon State drive alive here. And, and this one will fall on number seventy-two, Austin Ook. Okay, will the point still stands? We'll be back in just a little bit here as Stanford takes over with. 10 minutes left to go here in the second quarter. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife. OregonState.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's Local Music Hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Welcome back inside the booth here on KBVR Corvallis. We're all tied up here, 7-7 to here in the second quarter. Uh, Stanford has... You know, the lead is they've not led now so far, but early on that was the first time they've led in a game here thus far against an FBS opponent. Ten minutes and 52 seconds left here in the second quarter as the Cardinal look to receive the kickoff here from Atticus Sappington, who is one for two on field goals man here so far. And, you know, looking looking forward, what I want to see, I want to see a big change out of this Beaver defense. We saw them give up the big play from the tight end Eurosic. I think people just need to step up. They did a good job of stopping the run, uh, except for the one play, the one jet sweep from uh, receiver Michael Wilson. But I think one player on the defense who needs to step up and make a big play, maybe even cause a turnover and set a precedent for the Stanford offense, is Jaden Grant. Jaden Grant's your leader back there in that backfield, a six-year starter from Westland, Oregon. Walk-on is the oh squib kick here. Cardinal receive at the ball about the 40-yard line. Seems things are continuing to get chippy as Stanford recovers. First down and 10 here for the Cardinal. 
I, I will, I will, that was something different there. I've never seen that from, from Oregon state here, I guess from the penalties from the kickoff there drove the beavers to squib kick the ball back to the Cardinal here. Uh, Mitch Legber on the recovery on that one seemed like a whole scrum of Stanford returners had a shot at that one, but Legby would be the one to come up with it as Stanford comes out in the eye. McKee, play action, looks, serves, throws, and nearly out of the hands of Keaton Oladapo, but a flag on the play. Uh, I think we're going to get a holding penalty on Alex Austin. Alex Austin pleading his case to the ref that he, that he was being held, but nine times out of ten, that flag is going to be thrown. And, yep, a pass interference called on Austin. And that will... that I, I, be, I bet you Trent Bray is not pleased right now giving up a big play, especially a, a pass interference call just early. A, just a really solid route by Michael Wilson. We saw a little contact there from Austin. Wilson did a great job of selling it, though, and making it very evident that Austin had some contact there. New set of downs here, first and 10, at about the 50-yard line for the Cardinal. McKee delayed handoff to Filkins. Filkins gets stuffed, goes nowhere, and Austin comes in with a late hit, and things are getting chippy here. I mean, if you're... He's down. Play is down. It's over. There's no need. There's no need for that. If you're Austin, that's just that's completely unnecessary. Uh, I see the tempers flare. Yeah, I think Austin again. Austin getting called to the sideline on that one. Just not a smart play. Just didn't need to happen. That just yeah. The play was dead at that point. An obvious late hit. Play was done. His momentum wasn't going anywhere. Austin just gave him a lick for no reason. That's two two flags on Alex Austin back to back here. And and that's already the fourth unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that we have seen through only two quarters, not even 5 minutes into the second quarter. I mean, I understand, you know, it's it's a it's a conference game, tempers are going to be a little high, but like if you're if you're Alex Austin, you got to keep Got to keep the level head out there. And this, this is these are the uh, little mistakes that we were talking about in pregame that are going to hurt us down the line. Two costly penalties that put Stanford already in field goal position. McKee looks, surveys, dumps it off to Philkins. Philkins for about five yards there. McCartan and Fisher Morris there to rally Philkins after a four-yard gain. Second down and six with 10 minutes here to go. We're getting an update across the league as number one ranked Alabama has taken down Texas A&M 24 to 20. Really close game there from the Crimson Tide. With second down and five for the Cardinal. McKee's pass is batted at the line of scrimmage. And it looks like McKee was scrambling to swat that one down. Anderson did a great job of tipping that and keeping it alive and almost almost had a shot. 
getting it down as there's a flag on the play. Another flag here on this. And then we see here flashed on the screen here, RG3's keys. Is that another, I, was that another unsportsmanlike? And it looks like a flag just happened to fall out of the referee's pocket on that one. No flag on the play. Seeing seeing some weird things here. First, a, a fair catch caught by, caught by, um, you know that keeps the drive alive. Um, you know. Anyways, McKee delayed handoff there to Filkins. Filkins doesn't gain much on the play there. Fourth down. Fisher Moore is there on the stop again. As the Cardinal are going to take a field goal here, try and extend their, trying to take back the lead here. You know, we're seeing this graphic of RG3's, Robert Griffin III's keys to win this game. And I think he's going with Stanford on this one. So I have to say, RG3, wherever you are, if you hear this, you, you may not. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to be disappointed. Cardi's kick is good, and it is ten to seven, Stanford. About here eight, with about eight forty-four left in the second quarter. We'll be back in just a little bit. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. 
Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR-FM's Local Music Hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Welcome back inside the broadcast booth here. 10 to 7 here. Uh, Stanford leads by 3 with 8 minutes and 44 seconds here in the second quarter. I mean, kind of what have, what have we seen so far here from the amount of run plays that have been run so far by the Oregon State offense? Yeah, we're seeing a good set of runs on both sides. Um, other than McKee going through his progressions, short RPOs, uh, and that deep pass to Eurosic, we're seeing a lot of runs on both sides of the ball from each of these offenses. Uh, Filkins with seven carries for 11, Michael Wilson with the one carry for 18 yards. And for Oregon State, we're seeing... Fenwick with seven carries for 31, J.M. Griffin for oh, five carries for 30, Martinez with one for 11, and Coletta with three for five in the touchdown. So I think we're in for more running, a lot of clock being, a lot of clock being taken off and uh, really trying to shorten the opportunities to get the, get the ball in the end zone. Oregon State, kick to Oregon State, uh, was there for a touchback. Beavers start at their, about their own 25-yard line here. As Gold Branson looks to add some more points here on this drive. Yeah, we're seeing Gold Branson have a pretty solid day so far, going through his reads and his progressions well, and he's getting the ball into his receiver's hands quickly. He's six for ten for eighty-seven yards. Gold Branson play action, quick pass to Treshawn Harrison for no gain. Second down and ten. Gilbranson with multiple defenders in his face on that one. Just had to go to the quick dump off. I mean, with that, like like you said, with that pass there, you know, that's all that you can really expect out of that when you have a guy coming right at you. There. Yeah. And what I what I saw on that play was that was more long developing than any other play that we've seen so far out of Oregon State. So that was a little bit of the chance Nolan play action that, you know, we know Oregon State still has in their playbook. Didn't work for Gilbranson on that one. Goldbranson hands off to Fenwick. Fenwick gets about one yard on that run there. Third down. Not a lot there going here for the Beavers on this drive here as they as they face a third down and long here, Casey. Good play by edge rusher there, number nine, Aaron Armitage. Third and ten here for the Beavers with seven minutes and 42 seconds in the second quarter. Goldbranson with a three-receiver set, looks, fires, and passes incomplete intended for Treshawn Harrison, but a flag on the play. Yeah, a little bit of a late flag, but I thought the flag should have been there regardless. Uh, I thought there was a little bit of contact on on Harrison's comeback route to the outside. Actually, they're going to get Stanford with a hold on Nick Toomer there. And that'll keep the chain. They'll keep the chains going for for the Beavers here. You know, we didn't see a lot already. Uh, not a great first three plays so far from this drive from Oregon State, but that might have just given them a little spark. To keep things going. Get what they want. We got a fresh set of downs. Let's make something out of it. 
Goldbranson, Fenwick in out of the shotgun. Two tight and ends. Goldbranson, deep pass down the field, just out of the hands of Treshawn Harrison. Uh, looked like that was just through the hands, just a little bit too far for Harrison to reach on that one. And we see graphic here, 10 interceptions, worst turnover margin for Stanford, and 10 interceptions thrown this season by Oregon State. Actually, eight, uh, but... Correction, eight interceptions yeah. thrown by Oregon State this season, which is the second most in FBS. And that's just through two games there. But no turnovers for either team so far here with seven minutes and 16 seconds here in the first half. Goldbranson under center, hands off to Jam Griffin for about two yards, third down. Oh, another, another flag. flag. More extracurricular activity going on. After the play, there's been a lot of unsportsmanlike calls here early in this game, and that I would be surprised if it's another one. That would be number five tonight already, not even into the second half, and we have five unsportsmanlike penalties. That if you're if you're both you know David Shaw and Jonathan Smith, I think you're telling your teams, hey, like you know, let's keep this you know, <laughs> let's keep this clean here, like can't give the team you know either team anything to keep a drive going especially when it's you know both teams are looking for their first pac 12 conference win here but that is against that will go on number 68 for the brandon kipper brandon kipper so another penalty killing drive here for for the Beavers. Oh, uh, Kipper just stepped on him on that one. It looked like Kipper was trying to get up, get away from a little bit of the scrum that he had on the previous play, and just maybe used his foot to leverage off and get away quicker. And that says the Beavers with a third and 23 here. Two receivers to the top of the screen here. Just not a great drive so far out of this Oregon State Beavers offense. A lot of mistakes. And a handoff here to Jam Griffin to get some of that penalty yardage back, but it looks like the Beavers the Beavers are gonna have to punt on this drive. Fourth down here. Poor poor mistakes on this drive. Costly penalties. Just not gonna do it coming down the line. It's just really gonna hurt us. Exactly. And that was the story out of the USC game and against Utah as well with how how this how you know they had momentum on drives but just costly errors and penalties kill those and you you know you, if you're Oregon State you can't do that mm-hmm. as Losher's punt sails to the 20 yard line he was hit as he as he kicked the ball there so they're going to probably get Stanford for roughing the kicker here um 16 6 17 here in the second quarter. Filkins with a short return on that one, but it's just rallied quickly. And they they threw a flag, but picked it up saying that there was the player was knocked into the kicker on a block. He wasn't in trying intentionally roughing the kicker. Already a ridiculous number of penalties for not a lot of pl- gameplay being had. We're seeing a lot of time being taken off the clock. But not a lot of plays between the two teams. A lot of penalty flags being thrown, though. 
Yes, a lot of undisciplined football, and I think for both coaches that pride themselves on uh, on you know having disciplined football teams, uh, this is something that uh, you know they're probably not happy with here. Yeah, Oregon and, State with five penalties for fifty-five yards already, and Stanford with three for thirty-five. And, so although Oregon State is eliminating the turnovers that have cost them and left them out of games they're still making mistakes through penalties in other ways that are hurting them. I, they've already missed a field goal, so they should be playing like they're down. And that last drive didn't really make me feel like they're playing with any sense of urgency on the offensive side yet. No, definitely not. You could kind of tell from those first three plays there before that penalty that kind of extended that drive going forward. But um, we'll be back in just a little bit here as we're in commercial. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Welcome back to your listening to KBVR Corvallis. Um, you're telling me during the break the amount of penalties, Casey. Like, just a lot of very much a lot of undisciplined football here yeah, so far. Just, I mean, only 48 total plays have really happened for every team. 48 total plays. It's crazy. Yet we have eight penalties, and five of them are unsportsmanlike penalties. Hand off to Philkins. Lost two on the play. Falcons, down and nowhere 12. to go on that one. Just a swarm of Beaver defenders. Omar Spates leading the charge. You can see that the defense is starting to play here. A little sense of urgency. Uh, you know, you're you're down by down by three with five minutes and fifty three seconds left here in the first half. Uh, trying to get the ball back to your offense and make make a play here. Two receiver set up to the top of the screen here. McKee looks passes complete. To number 81 for Stanford. Kyrie Fisher-Morris and Ryan Cooper in on the tackle. On the catch, that would be number 81, Bryson Tremaine, the fifth year out of Venice. Third down and five for the Cardinal. McKee looks, fires, passes caught again. Uh, that would be Tremaine, <laughs> Tremaine, Tremaine again for the first again. down. 
Going Tremaine early here for McKee. Yeah, we saw Rajon Wright playing off on that one. So McKee just saw the matchup, liked the matchup, and said, let me get it to my receiver's hands quickly. See the shot of the band here looking down, smelling fingers like, what, what's going on here? Like they look more busy with, you know, busy looking at their phone than looking at the game here. Oh, and it looks like Tremaine came up short on that one. So Stanford's going to bring out the punt team. Fourth down and one here uh, as Oregon State looks to at least put another drive here before the end of the half. Sanborn's punt. Sales to about the 20 fair caught by Anthony Gould. You know, I like the call by Stanford not to, you know, stress on that fourth down. You know, they're deep in their own territory. Didn't really get anywhere on those first couple plays other than the, the quick quick release ball on third down. But Well, if you're, you know, David Shaw too, like you would trust your defense with what you've seen so far with a backup quarterback in for the Beavers for, for Oregon State and – you have more confidence in, in them being like, oh yeah, hey, like we can we can hold them, you know, five minutes left, you know, in the, set, in the first half here. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel and confident. I think, yeah, and I think throughout the rest of the game, we're going to continue to see uh, a very defensive game. Uh, a lot of time of possession going to continue to be chunked off this clock, but very defensive game so far. As only seventeen points are on the board through almost two. And with that, we're, we'll be back in just a little bit here. Beavers have their ball at the 20-yard line. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.com. OregonState.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. (sighs) Hey, Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Welcome back inside the booth here. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis. 10-7 Stanford leads Beavers here with four minutes and 30 seconds left here in the second quarter. Gold Branson with a three receiver set here. Hands it off. 
to jam Griffin. No, excuse me, Deshaun Fenwick. Fenwick gets about one on the play there, second down. Great player by there by inside linebacker Tristan Sinclair. Just saw the scrape, saw the heavy run run package set by the Beavers, saw the immediate takeoff by one of the guards trying to scrape over, and just filled the hole beautifully, making the play for only a gain of one. Beavers looking to put points here on the board with time winding down here. Three minutes and 55 seconds left. Cole Branson steps back, fires across to Tyjon Lindsay for about maybe two yards second down third down and about seven third down four here for Oregon State quickly with time winding down I mean you have three timeouts here you can use all the time I think really utilizing that two minute warning is going to help you you don't want to give Stanford a whole lot of time left on the clock uh, really we're, I think Oregon State offense is doing a really good job of that Three receivers set here for Goldbranson. Goldbranson looks, evades a tackle, and is brought down for a loss of about f- two here. Fourth down. Sack there by number 40, Tobin Phillips out of Fresno, California. Yeah, Goldbranson trying to really stretch the play there. Thought he had an opening there, and... Phillips just did a great job. Spun right off of his def- uh, right off of the lineman. And just made a great play. Fourth and five. Beavs are going to give the ball quickly back to the Cardinal here as Losher's punt is fair caught at about the 42-yard line. Filkins with the fair catch. And we have about two minutes and 36 seconds left here in the second quarter here. I I mean, that that's something if you're, you know, if you're Jonathan Smith and the Beavers that you're not looking for, you know, not too pleased about there for giving the ball up that quickly. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think what Jonathan Smith really needs to start focusing on is trusting that his receivers are going to get open in these one-on-one matches. We're seeing continued success with Gilbranson throwing the ball for short gains and short chunk plays and for even a couple first downs. What I want to see more of is establishing good plays like that on first down and then going to the run on these short for for more short gains in short second and short situations. McKee fires over the middle, pass intended for Filkins, but just outside of the reach of of Filkins there. Second down and ten. Looking for very much an up tempo here to get some early momentum here going into the second half here for Stanford with only six first downs through the through the second quarter. McKee fires that one into the dirt. Passes incomplete third and ten. Alex Austin with the nice little strap celebration. McKee evaded, uh, evaded a tackle there. Kind of threw him off balance there. I think he had someone down the field, but uh, just great defense there by Oregon State. Alex Austin with a nice little seatbelt celebration, as I should have said. <laughs> Let, letting the defender know, I have you on lock. Two minutes and 27 seconds left here in the first half. Handoff delayed to Casey Filkins. Filkins makes a man miss, plows his way 
past the 50 for a first down. Nice little RPO drop there. That seemed to be an RPO draw play. You know, one of those run pass options where you allow your quarterback to go through his reads, but the handoff is that simple draw play that's still going to get you a big chunk for a first down. McKee looks, fires to Filkins for an easy four yards. Oladapo with a great stop there. Clock winds down. Quick to rally to take down Filkins. For in, in the game here with just under two minutes. Filkins coming to the sidelines to get a breather. So Oregon State switching up personnel here. I believe that is running back Brendan Barrow in the backfield. McKee looks to pass, throws, pass is caught by number four for Stanford to about the 25-yard line. Michael Wilson continuing to make good plays for Stanford. Wilson's been a playmaker here so far in this first half, wouldn't you say, Mm -hmm. Casey? Yeah, 1,000%. That would be, I think, Wilson's first catch, but he had that, you know, that big kind of sell play that, you know, allowed for the Alex Austin holding penalty call, as well as that 18-yard jet sweep play. One minute and 33 seconds left here in the second quarter. First down and 10 for McKee and the Stanford Cardinal here. Two receivers to the right of McKee. Tight end in the slot. Filkins back on back in the backfield. And looks like timeout will be taken here. Yeah, Stanford did not want to risk the delay game penalty, pushing them back a couple more yards, possibly even out of field goal range. Smart timeout move there goal. by David Shaw there. I mean, he was as good as a coach as he can get there, but saw the saw the time winding down on the play clock, figured, hey, if we're going to want to you know, put up some more points here, need to take that timeout and not shoot ourselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Well, as we see the graphic on the screen going through the Stanford Heisman lists of Andrew Luck, Chris McCaffrey, and Bryce Love, who do you think is going to be in the final? Uh, is going to be in the finals for the Heisman selection this year? I would say definitely Caleb Williams is definitely in there for sure. Um, you know, he kind of he, he has that pedigree, you know, of being quarterback, especially with a coach like Lincoln Riley at USC. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he's named as a finalist. I'd agree with you on that one. Caleb Williams would be definitely my pick for Heisman. Three receivers to the right of McKee. One tight end. McKee looks, drops, fires, check down there to Casey Filkins. Rallied, for about one. Rallied quickly by John McCartan. We're seeing different we're seeing a lot of varied looks out of this Oregon State defense. Uh, different packages, different personnel. Definitely putting a lot of different hats on Filkins. Filkins seems to be having the bulk of these touches. McKee's pass is caught and touchdown Stanford. What a beautiful catch by Bryson Tremaine right there. Getting vertical on the back shoulder catch. 17-7. to seven. Here in the second quarter, that's with just under a minute left to play here. McKee continuing to go directly at Alex Austin in these one-on-one matchups, and Tremaine just making a great catch over the top of him. I mean, that makes up for a couple plays ago. um, You miss Urosic wide open there for the touchdown, but you hit Tremaine. You make up up for that mistake there. Yeah, big time, um, big time play by McKee to keep his head down, go through what he needs to do, and deliver a great ball for a great touchdown. 
if you're if you're uh if you're Trent Bray, you're you're not too pleased with how your defense has played here in this first half here, especially giving up that late touchdown here in the first half as Joshua Cardi. Cardi's kick is good. Seventeen to seven here in the second quarter. First half is almost done here as the Beavers are down by ten. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate. Welcome back inside the booth here as Stanford have taken a 10 point lead over the Beavers here and Joshua Cardi kicking another touchback. Bolden lets that one go here. I mean you got three if you're if you're Oregon State here you have uh, you know three timeouts just a little under a minute left to go here. You think you can try and get something here if you're Smith. Yeah you, you, re- you really want to utilize uh, your chunk plays on this on this drive you know really try to get any sort of score walking away and walking into halftime. With a minute left, you got all three timeouts. You're down 10 points. You had a missed field goal. You drive down, give yourself any opportunity. Maybe put faith back in your kicker. Cole Branson, to quick back on the pass to Treshawn Harrison for about a couple yards here. Beavers and hurry up. Sorry to interrupt you there, but, uh, Casey. Um, as the Beavers playing with some tempo here. Uh, Two receivers, the bottom of the screen here, and flags as... Looks like we're going to have a false start penalty. Looks like it's probably going to be on the offense as the Beavers start walking back here. Uh, another another momentum killer penalty right there for for Oregon State. Yeah, we're going to have a false start, move a, moving the Beavers back five yards to about the 23-yard line. As we get the call here from the official. And I think that one will fall on number 70, Jake Levengood. A lot of uh, a lot of penalties here so far on the offensive line here, Casey. Mm-hmm. And I know Brandon Kipper, who was guilty party of an unsportsmanlike conduct, saying we need to clean stuff up. And it's so far, it's, it's not been showing here so far uh, in the first half here against Stanford. Yeah, Oregon State continuing on the offensive side of things to make little and bad mistakes your defense has given you opportunities to score points and they've held a good offense to 17 points through the through pretty much the first half the offense needs to give the beaver defense a little bit of leeway so they can end up making big plays and offense can then be a catalyst based off of that yeah a long sustained drive here is what the beavers need here 
as as Goldbranson takes the snap, looks, steps up, and is dropped for a loss. Here, sacked by number 40 for Stanford. It seems like Gilbranson is now just starting to get a little bit shaky in the pocket there, not really trusting how much time he has. He looked like he had a lot more time than he thought he, thought he did. And he just started scrambling, got a little got a little happy feeted there. And Phillips with another sack. And, you know, it looked like he had a little safety valve there off the side, a little check down that he could throw to, but I think he just saw it a little too late there. Third down and 15 for the Beavers with 30 seconds left here in the first half. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're Oregon State, like, these these penalties have been killing you, right? Like, and you're trying to get something going here. At least, you know, at, at best or at worst, you get, your, you get your team here in field goal range and at least try to get something on the board here after missed opportunities here in the early early going of this game. You know, and as we're, as we're seeing highlights from last week's Stanford game, you know, at Oregon, and we're seeing Bo Nix, Chase Coda, and other members of the Oregon Ducks just kind of carve through the Stanford defense, we need to see more of that and a more faith in getting the ball in our athletes' hands and allowing Gil Branson maybe to change up the way the run looks are. J.M. Griffin for no gain there, fourth down for Oregon State as they're going to punt again here. I the I, I mean, I don't know much, much more you can say on this early half here for, for the Beavers. I think we've kind of, you know, we're beating you know, a dead horse, figuratively speaking here with this I mean it's not the start that you want after if you're Jonathan Smith after losing two games that were within your reach and over the last three games Stanford has led up 41 against USC 40 against Washington and 45 against Oregon so to have to come out and only score seven in the first half you knew that this team probably wanted to probably wanted some blood because they had three weeks of poor defensive playing Losher's punt sails to about the 35-yard line. and Fair caught by Filkins once again. And Stanford will take over at about the 30-yard line there. And they'll probably, they'll probably just kneel this in and take it to the half here. Yeah, wh- why not take a shot, though? If I'm David Shaw, this defense hasn't shown me that you can me in any way other than by stacking people in the box and making my quarterback make bad decisions so I'm going to spread it out and maybe get another one one-on-one opportunity on the outside wouldn't be you're exactly right wouldn't be you know a bad option if you're David Shaw here and it looks like that might be what he did he might might run this ball to Philkins to run this clock out or he might take a shot get into field goal range McKee quick pass incomplete 14 seconds left here in the second quarter pass broken up by Alex Austin. McKee once again going back at Alex Austin. Austin able to get a hand in on that play. The thing you have, if you're Stanford, you have at least maybe one or two more. I mean, you have all your timeouts. Your timeouts are gone, but you at least have maybe one or two more plays here. McKee fires over the middle. Pass is caught. By number six for Stanford. That would be 
They're looking to hurry up. Elijah here. Higgins, the senior. Spike the ball. Austin. And two seconds left. One final play here for Tanner McKee and the Stanford offense. We'll see if they well, give it to him unless. Looks like yep. they've run out the clock here. Nope. It looks like the, the ref will put a couple seconds back on the clock and we will have one final play before half. Great catch there by Higgins to haul it in. And if it, but also, too, if you're that receiver's coach, like, hey, bring that closer tight to you in a way where they could have been easily knocked out. Yeah, if I'm an Oregon State defender, I go immediately. I see that a receiver has the ball separated from his body. I'm going to try to go punch that out. Timeout, Oregon State. Three seconds remaining on the on the clock in the first half. They're looking for. They're definitely looking. If it, Stanford's looking for that deep, uh, deep uh, pass down down the middle, there at least something here. Yeah, I uh, think Stanford wants to see uh, Oregon State possibly, or I think possibly what Oregon State wants Stanford to do is catch them in a cover one situation where Jaden grants the robber, or Stanford wants to possibly see utilizing if you see Jaden Grant and Keaton Olandapo in a cover two. Going back to Eurosic for that deep vertical route, possibly even getting enough space to get upfield, break a tackle, and score a touchdown. Three receiver set for Stanford here. Eurosic in the seam. McKee looks quick pass to number six once more, breaks the tackle down to the 20, and that's it here for the first half. After a long gain, Elijah Higgins with the catch. Stanford will receive the second half kickoff. Halftime here from the Oregon for, from the booth here. Seventeen to seven. Stanford leads Oregon State after the half here. See what adjustments both sides make here going forward. But uh we'll be back here in about but we're on halftime here to give you guys some updates and analysis of what we've saw here so far halftime show coming up soon don't go anywhere we'll be back in just a little bit everyone deserves a home so what can we do to address homelessness in our community we are the home opportunity planning and equity board or hope board and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in corvallis and benton county change is a group effort and each one of you is a valuable part of our community that's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input together we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in corvallis and benton county for more information on how you can get involved visit the hope website by searching hope benton county Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the if home If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. 
choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud! Too slow! Nah, too soft! Now that's more like it! KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder! Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. 欢迎来听KBVR口罩的Spash Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. 
OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud! Too slow! Nah, too soft! Now that's more like it! KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder! Welcome back inside of the DJ booth here on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center. I am Ryan Harlan, and I'm joined alongside Casey Smith here for the halftime here, Oregon State and Stanford, 17 to seven here in the into the <laughs> into the second half here. I mean, Casey, uh, what have we seen so far here from uh, from uh, Oregon State, along with you know the offense led by Ben Goldbranson? with Chance Nolan out here. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we had talked about in our, not necessarily our pregame, but before hopping on air, we had talked about... On our sort of meeting, yeah. you know, sort of, well, what, what TV people would call production meeting. Exactly, you know, one of those um, one of those promptus. We, we had a discussion about what Lindgren was going to, you know, put up for us and the play calling um, that we kind of, I guess, questioned after the late game struggles with Utah and what we're seeing in this game. It's not necessarily the play calling. Um, Langren's doing whatever he can to try to get the ball out of Gilbranson's hands. And the more that Gilbranson holds the ball in this game, the more Stanford's going to get home. Um, Tobin Phillips already for Stanford uh, with two sacks. We've seen a nine minute difference nearly nine minutes on time of possession, eight different, eight total plays difference. And between Oregon state and Stanford, uh, Oregon state having the favorite with 38. We're just seeing a lack of experience, not only from Gil Branson, but a lack of execution. Um, he's not having a terrible outing so far. I mean, he's thrown for a hundred yards. He's nine for 14. We've, been able to run the ball rather effectively. We just need to limit all the mistakes, not only defensively that are, are momentum killers, but reestablish a good drive that opens things up for our offense. 
and opening things up for our run game to just allow us to keep taking time off the clock and make it hard for Stanford to do anything to stop us. Haven't really seen that really just based off of a lack of execution in this first half from the Oregon State offense. Yeah, especially as as you started heading into the half, you saw that a lot there from the Beavers. Uh, but like also, we saw a lot of quick passes kind of early, right? And then at the same time, I felt like we saw the you know the Beavers kind of steer away from that a little bit. And I think a lot of criticism, you know, is kind of warranted of like, well, like you got to get the ball out quickly at his hands. Like you mentioned, it's you know, Goldbrands is making his first start, and you if you're an offensive coordinator, if you are Brian Lindgren. You don't want to have, you know, you want to make them comfortable early and you want to get quick, easy throws out to your playmakers to get, you know, five, six yards, whatever, how many amount of yards out quickly, you know, to make him feel comfortable in there. Cole Branson, yeah, he's making his first career start and he's, as of right now, you know, getting, you know, getting sacked two times already here, uh, you know, he's not looking comfortable out there and... Mm -hmm. Do you make the change at quarterback again? I mean, a lot of people said from the Utah game when Nolan was struggling early, albeit, you know, he left due, due to injury, but albeit, like, do you make that change and, you know, kind of recognize confidence here? The more we sit here and talk about it, no. Uh, you went in this week uh, maybe thinking Nolan would be healthy to be back. So you don't want to completely take away Gil Branson's confidence. If they choose to go with the third string with Tristan Jebbia, with Tristan Jebbia, you're taking a huge risk in the confidence of the rest of the team because not only did Go Branson prepare to play, the rest of the offense prepared to play with Go Branson. So that's yeah. a huge chemistry issue that then now you have to just switch and over halftime. I don't think that Oregon State's going to go that way. I think they're going to really just trust Gil Branson more, try to limit all the mistakes this offense has been making, limit some of the defensive mistakes on the other side, and really maybe just start gashing Stanford in the second half. Oregon State consistently has been a team that scores a lot of points in the second half or scores the majority of their points in the second half. I think we're going to have a big change of swapping personnel i think jam griffin's going to get a lot of touches deshaun fenwick and damian martinez are both getting a lot of touches but i think we're going to see more out of ben gilbranson in the passing threat getting the ball to treshawn harrison ty john Lindsay, anthony gould and even jake velling and overman the tight ends speaking of jam griffin currently he's the leading rusher for the beavers eight attempts for 51 yards averaging 6.4 yards a carry I know a lot of people are probably looking at that and like after Utah's, you know, and it's kind of coming out against USC, you know, kind of looking at this game now and are like, okay, you know, Jam looks like to be a guy. Like I know the Beavers like to use a lot of three running backs by committee, but like there hasn't been, even early, there was never somebody that separated themselves from the field, even with Trey Lowe kind of in there, kind of used everybody kind of sparingly. And then when injuries, you know, come come up as they always do, you know, kind of have to go to sort of those guys there. And Jim Griffin has really stepped up here uh, in this first half for the Beavers rushing attack. Yeah, big time. Jim Griffin has really been uh, a very downhill runner in this first half. But I want to see what I want to see more in this second half from this Oregon State offense. I truly thought that Lindgren went too early to the Jack Coletto rushing. Using Jack Coletto a little bit too early 
not allowing your guys like Damian Martinez, Deshaun Fenwick to really get going in the ways that they needed to. Fenwick with nine carries, one more than Jam Griffin. But Damian Martinez only has one carry for 11 yards. He may be banged up on the sideline, but we're not seeing anything from that. Why don't you think that we're seeing more from Damian Martinez? I don't know necessarily. It could be, could be injury. We don't have that information right now. As soon as we get an update or we know, mm-hmm. uh, we will let you know. But um, it could be that. But also maybe guy just has a hot hand. You know, Jam Griffin probably just has a hot hand right now. And Lindgren trusts that like, hey, like we have a guy here that we could, you know, potentially go with and jam for the rest of this game here. Let's give him the rock and let's, you know, get Fenwick in there to give Jam rest, you know, in between drives here. Mm -hmm. But I think that might be it. I'm not entirely sure as to why. I know Martinez early in the season had a fumbling problem, but he seemed to fix that up here as of late. I'm always praying for a player's health. So we always hope that Damian Martinez is okay. Hopefully he comes back in the second half. But if he doesn't have an injury designation in any sort of way the second half, I'd be extremely dissatisfied to see Lindgren not go to him later on this game. Yeah, I, I'd feel the same way too. I mean, you have a guy there, you have a playmaker, you know, who's one of your marquee, you know, freshman signings out of this recruiting period. I think, don't you want to, you know, play him more like you had high hopes for him going in training camp and spring ball. Like he came here early, mm-hmm. signing early, was one of, you know, people that was kind of, you know, sort of making, uh, you know, a name for himself early. But, uh, you know, like, if he's not in, then a lot of I think a lot of people are gonna you know have some questions there for Lindgren uh, post game, but we'll just have to wait and see here in the second half here if that information becomes available. Looking around uh, other games here, uh, Oregon number twelve Oregon beat Arizona forty nine to twenty two. Ducks improve their record to five and one. Arizona is now at three and three. So. This matchup gets a little more, you know, has a little more uh, juice now with, you know, every, you know, teams in the north jockeying for that lead for that first spot there. Uh, and I think if you're Oregon State, you know that you haven't played well here in the first half and you're like, OK, like we need to we need to click it together here uh, going in the second half against Stanford, a team that on paper, you know, yeah, you've lost three conference matchups to really good teams but on paper compare the teams Oregon State is a well better you know skilled team than Stanford is truly I it's I I'm wholeheartedly with you on that one I truly think that Oregon State has come out and shown that in many ways they have been the more talented team without having a quarterback at the helm truly they've done what they needed to do they're still in this game this is a 10-point game but it would only be a, a, a one-score game had there not been a missed field goal early on. Yeah, even with that, yeah, like you go in, say you make that field goal, right? Like you feel you a lot that, better exactly. going in than where you do now, kind of down by two scores. It's still winnable here, but you get a little more confidence. I think in, ev- in every way, Oregon State needs to come out in the second half and just try to claim that momentum in any way possible. A hundred percent agreed. I mean, you know, it's there. The saying is, you know, from like you know, talk talk is cheap. Like you hear, you heard it leading up to this week. I heard it um, after the USC game of we have to be better, we have to execute better. But like after a certain point, 
even if you're the team too, it's like, well, you can only say it for so long to where you have to say, Hey, don't tell me, just show me rather than, you know, kind of just saying it over and over again. Cause after a certain point, you know, if you hear the same message over and over again, you're just going to tune it out. Mm-hmm. And five unsportsmanlike penalties in the first half isn't necessarily going to be the catalyst for success. Agreed. Agreed. Other scores from around, uh, around that are going on right now. Uh, Fresno state taking on Boise state, Boise state leads 33 to 22 teams that the Beavers faced this year. Uh, Boise has gone under some uh, coaching changes here in the past couple of games. And actually, uh, if I remember correctly, Sam, Sam Vidlack, former Oregon state quarterback got in on a few plays there, but Taylor green who Beavers, uh, you know, faced in the second half after they pulled Hank Bachmeyer uh, to start out the game uh, is 10 for 19 with 127 yards here with two touchdowns. Yeah, good Good to know that, you know, Boise State was able to make the change of getting Taylor Green on the field. That dude is a stud. Um, Bachmeyer proved it after they put him back in the second time that maybe Green was the guy to go to. Um so I think that's uh, Green was the right choice. I think he's a solid player and is going to give Boise State a lot of opportunities to win a lot of games. And we saw that when you know he was able to get those few snaps early that he did before it's you know taken over for Hank Bachmeyer the rest of the way there in the opener. Um, also on the docket right now, uh, San Diego State taking on Hawaii ten to seven with thirteen minutes and eleven seconds in the fourth quarter here. So really tight knit um, game here for for the Aztecs um, as they as they only lead by a field goal here. Um, yeah, you have anything else to add here for the half half time here, or are you ready for second half here to start? I'm hoping for a better second half than we did a first half, especially um, execution and you know the sloppy penalties that really took away from good playing a uh, good good football play we saw nine penalties for over a hundred i'm sorry for nine penalties for 95 yards i think what i want to see is just better execution better football less sloppy play less chippy play well chippiness is always going to happen in the game of football yeah, yeah but little stuff like stepping on a guy and more pushing after the after the after a dead ball, after essentially. After a dead ball, and then Alex Austin's hit on Filkins, which cost him the 15 after his holding penalty. I just think cleaning up all the little mistakes and playing Beaver football is what they need to get back into. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in about 30 seconds here for the start of the third quarter. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the home opportunity. Welcome back inside the booth here. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis with just about to start here in the third quarter for Oregon State and Stanford. 
I mean, you said it, you know, you want to see the Beavers here on their next drive here, come out, you know, a little more consistent here, but Stanford starts out with the ball here, about two yard run for Casey Filkins here. Yep. Nice little run there. And, you know, I get what you're getting at a couple seconds ago. Yeah, I, I really do want to see. I want to see a quick three and out uh, from this Oregon State defense, set a setting a tone for the start of the second half, allowing your offense to get back on the field and get their game rolling immediately. And yeah, give you know your you, you know give Ben Galbranson you know a short field to work with mm-hmm. as um, you have a, as uh, Stanford motions zero sick. Nice little trip set with an H back. McKee evades a defender, dumps it off to Eurosic, pass incomplete, second down and eight, now third down and eight with 14 minutes and 15 seconds here in the third quarter. McKee was just trying to escape Simon Sandberg on that one, steps up, tries to get rid of the ball. Kyrie Fisher-Moores with the, with the pass defended. Smith kind of basically said, hey, this is what we need to do better at, and the stuff that we alluded to here, we see the graphic here on the screen. Uh yeah, I mean, not much more to say other than that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as McKee takes the snap, throws, cross, pass is incomplete. Well defended by Alex Austin all the way around. Alex Austin stayed on his hip, and the back shoulder throw by McKee, Austin just had the better jump on it. Fourth down. Pass intended for Humphreys there. Quick three and out for the Cardinal here to start the second half. I mean, kind of what you said, you know, what you want to see here as uh, – Anthony Gould is back to receive a punt from Sanborn. And if I'm Anthony Gould, if he gives me an opportunity to run this back, I'm going to make him pay. As Sanborn's punt sails to about 25 fair caught here by Anthony Gould. Beavers will take over. And let's see what the sense of urgency looks like this time. Not much in the first half. Let's see if they come out with a better sense of urgency here to start the second. As Gilbranson trots his way onto the field. No, we're just... What I'm hoping to see immediately is getting the ball into the receiver's hands. I want to see a quick three-step, just quick release... Get this ball into someone's hands. Goldbranson under center. Hands it off. Play action. Pass caught by Anthony Gould. They mark him down. It looks like Gould caught that ball from his knees. So, But it's a first down and 10 here for Oregon State. Nice little play, up, uh, play action draw up there by, by Lindgren. That ball, yeah, Gold kind of has to make that adjustment down low there. Ball slightly underthrown, but able to get the first down on a, on a big first down play. Gilbranson, 10 for 14 with 116 yards. Play action, looks, throws, and incomplete. And looking for a flag, Treshawn Harrison, and he will get one. Yeah, that was a very another late pass interference call, but I think this on one def- 13 definitely has to go. By Bonner. It looked, it looked like, yeah, this ball didn't necessarily look catchable, and it was probably some debate about whether to throw that flag because of it, but that was definitely pass interference. Clearly, uh, Bonner 
Number 13, Ethan Bonner, the cornerback. Yeah, gets, gets the just, arm around him. Just hands all over Treshawn Harrison as he's going across the field. Tugged on him, took him to the ground. Goldbranson hands it off to Jam Griffin. Jam Griffin looking to the edge there. Gets about maybe five on the, on the rush there, second down. Jam Griffin able to get to the sideline using the speed. I mean, that's kind of what you want to go there after sort of a long play, you know, pass play there, go to the run, get it to get it to Jam Griffin. Guys had a hot hand here so far, you know, kind of getting the ball rolling, you know, getting those positive plays here going. Yeah, good gain of four on first down. Let's see what they go back to. As the Beavers add up to the line of scrimmage here. Gil Branson in the eye formation. Uh, once again, under center. Gil Branson... Hands it off to Sean Fenwick. Fenwick gets a nice hole there as about 10 yards there. Great. First down and 10. Great run by Fenwick there. Finding the hole, getting putting his foot in the ground, getting upfield immediately as the Beavers are crossing midfield and into Stanford territory. Look at that hole there. by That's just, just perfect. Perfect. Just blocking by the offensive line. Just there. right off the butt of Marco Brewer and, and right guard Brandon Kipper. Great work. Back to Fenwick again. This time gets about four yards there. Yeah, second stuffed, down. Stuffed by three Stanford defenders on that one. 11 minutes and 43 seconds here in the third quarter. Safety Patrick Fields in there on the stop. I think if you're, if you're Smith... Wouldn't you still want to go stick with the run? I mean, I know you get that early first down by by Fenwick, but like that four yards, like would you want to still pound the rock here? I think I would try to go back to the run on this one. I don't want to put myself in a third and long situation. Quick screen out to Harrison. Harrison gets about two yards on that. Harrison trying to truck the other corner. Third down. Harrison, not the largest, not the largest receiver on this team. Trying to use his body to get a couple extra yards. Got Love it. the physicality. That'll that'll spark up a team right there. Yeah, definitely, especially for a young quarterback too. In Van Goldbranson, kind of shows, hey, like you get me the ball, I'm gonna make that play there for you. Mm-hmm. Third and down I'm, and four. And I'm willing to make the dirty plays to do it too. Third down and four here for the Beavers. Ten minutes and forty five seconds here in the third quarter. Wide side to the top of the field. Goldbranson looks. We'll pump fake throws to run, and, and he'll come up short. Gets maybe about three yards there on that. He'll be about two yards short. We'll see what Lingren will draw up on a I short think if fourth down. If you're Smith, right, you go for this, right? Like at this point, you. I know it's early, but you have nothing left to lose, right? It's, like it's early. Um, I could use a big guy like Jack Coletto to get me those extra two yards especially because of his success rate on always usually falling forward. But looks wow, like they won't they're go staying out him. there. Yeah. Down two scores. I'm surprised they don't just stick the field, kick the field goal on this one. One-on-one matchup there for Goldbranson. See if he goes to it. Pass is caught by Tyjon Lindsay. Is it enough for the first? And I, the forward momentum will get Lindsay the first down as the chains will move. A great little rub route call there. Don't go with Jack Coletto, but you say, hey, to go, you know, your own quarterback, hey, we're going to give you the ball, make a play. You put we trust more, you. You put more faith in Ben Gobranson, and that's going to really be key in his confidence going down this rest of the game. Especially here, if you can get get a touchdown out of this drive here. 
Lindsey with his third reception for 21 yards. Cole Branson under center, eye formation here. Hands it off to Jam, Jam Griffin. Jam Gets Griffin, short gain. Two yards on the play there, second down. So far, I mean, you see a pass, short pass, quick run. You know, ball slowly inching its way down. I mean, you're in, you're inside the red zone here. I mean, you got to come with points here if you're Oregon State. Edge rusher Aaron Armitage with the last tackle. Second down eight here for the Beavers. Stanford playing with a lot of people in the box. Goldbranson, quick pass to Harrison. Harrison, touchdown, Oregon State. Beavers cut into the lead here, but a flag. flag. This might be coming this all the way back. Might have an ineligible man downfield on the screen play. This was a hold here by Oregon State. That is that is disheartening uh, if you're if you're Jonathan Smith. Brandon and Kipper charged with the holding on that one. That is yeah, that is you you have the touchdown, but the hole negates it. So close. That's been the story these past two games, and it comes back to bite the Beavers here. Great play call there on that last play by Lindgren, as he noticed that there was a lot of Stanford defenders in the box right there, utilized his ability to get these big linemen out in open space, get the ball to a receiver, create an option. Second down, 18. Goldbranson throws, quick throw to Jake Overman, the tight end, for about three yards there, third down. Didn't look like Gilbranson necessarily went through any sort of read progression on that play and just tried to get the ball to Overman as quick as possible. I, I def, definitely saw that, too. It just was a very quick out pass to, to Overman there. Yeah, especially when he's the single receiver on that. He was, the, he was the single tight receiver on that side. Not really sure if I like that throw by Gilbranson on that one, especially, especially in a, to create a third and 13 situation. Crucial third down here for Oregon State, down by 10 here in the third quarter. Goldbranson takes the snap, looks. Stanford brings heat. And he is dropped for a loss here, fourth down, and Beavers will have to settle here for a field goal. Gilbranson just couldn't see his blind side, just barely off the edge. That would be safety Jonathan McGill off the edge on his on the blind side. Goldbranson tries to step up, gets chipped a little bit, knocked to the ground. I don't think Goldbranson even like saw McGill come off from the edge there, screaming off the edge there. Well, he he tried to step up, just wasn't enough to escape. We're seeing a little bit of this inexperience starting to weigh on Goldbranson's play. And timeout here before field goal try here. Clock was at six here, play clock so. Smith burns a timeout here to avoid a delay game and, you know, give your young kicker and Atticus Sappington an even longer field goal to try to make. Sappington made 3-3 three three against Utah, but miss, has missed one here early. Three receivers set there in that last play for Oregon State. Just They just loaded the box, went cover, zero, uh, went cover one. All, no, they're cover zero all the way around, and... Gilbranson just didn't even look through his progressions and no. look and look and scan to see his options. There were eight dude eight dudes in the box and one coming off the edge. That's just not necessarily a 
a very trusting trusting read uh, that your quarterback is making right there. 45-yard attempt for Sappington, and it is wide left. No good. Score is 17-7, to but a flag. So we'll see if it's on Stanford here, and that will possibly give the Beavers another try here at the kick. And if it stands, this would be the 12th penalty in the game. And it's an offsides against Stanford. A Stanford defender trying to get an early jump on the block, possibly. Correction, the 11th penalty of the game for a total of 120 yards. So that'll give... The fourth for Stanford. The Beavers here a 40-yard attempt instead of a 45-yard. So other than Stanford's unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, which they have three of them, they only have a few cheap penalties that have been doing really any anything to them, whereas the seven penalties for Oregon State have been really crucial. Sappington's kick is good, and the Beavers make it a one-score game here. 10 to, 17 to 10 here in the third quarter with seven minutes and three seconds. I mean, you come up with, you come up with the, pen, you know, the penalty, make the try, make it a little closer, but still, if you're, if you're Jonathan Smith, you want that touchdown. Yeah, especially when you're controlling this much time of possession, over double the time of possession. Beavers with 25 minutes of total clock time being taken off. Stanford with only 12 minutes. But the scores, obviously... They're not saying the same thing. We'll have to see if if, uh, the Beaver defense can force a stop out here on the next Cardinal possession. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a short break. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. This is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. 
Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Welcome back inside of the booth here as Oregon State has cut into the Stanford lead and fair catch here by Stanford. Fair catch call by number eight, Brendan Barrow, the running back out of Ontario, Canada. Tanner McKee and the Stanford offense will get the ball back here after a quick three and out to start out the second half here. But, um, yeah, the... The we alluded to this earlier, you know, the penalties have been the biggest deciding factor in time of possession. Like if you look at the stats strictly, right? Like don't look at score, right? You know, you look at that and you're like, oh yeah, Oregon State should be winning this game, but they're not. Yeah, with six more first downs, uh, more total yards, two thirty two compared to two thirteen, less yards per play though. That's a that's the big big deciding factor is although the Beavers are controlling the time of possession, they only average 4.8 compared to Stanford's 6.5, but they've had 48 total plays compared to Stanford's 33. So what is it about this Oregon State offense that we can't put together these chunk plays in the same way that the Stanford offense is doing to our defense? Honestly, like the you, it's easy to point the finger at you know different people. Like you can blame the quarterback, but at this point, I think a lot of people are figuring out that it's not necessarily at the quarterback position entirely. They don't, you know, both Nolan and Goldbrinson don't share the entire blame of the inconsistencies that are going on. You know, you could easily blame Brian Lindgren, the offensive coordinator. You can blame Jonathan Smith, right? You know, he's the head coach, but. And it's just after a certain point, you kind of have to start questioning what like what's, you know, going on where, you know, you have this constantly going on through three games here after, you know, three games that looked really, really good to start out the season in non-conference play. And then now you've gone into conference play and it's a completely different side. So what what is it? That's the biggest thing I think a lot of people are asking right now. Yeah, I think I truly think that. A lot of a lot of football comes down to preparation, and when you don't prepare the right ways, it shows up on film. I think that they're they have a lot of faith in their defense. The defense has been solid for them all throughout the season so far. They've proved in time and time again that they can play as long as the offense is there to support them. The offense is not able to support them in the way that they're operating so far this game, so therefore the defense is been getting sloppier and sloppier a lot of holes are starting to open up Stanford's defense should be gassed out they have twice as much time as the beaver defense is spent on the field why has that not been a factor I don't I I it's mind-boggling like I couldn't tell you like 
there's so many different things like that that factor into this and i mean i know smith alluded to this after the utah loss that it's not necessarily maybe on the players too it's like we're not putting them in the best position to succeed i think it takes a long hard look you know i think after this game depending on the outcome you know i think smith takes a long hard look after this game and figure out what's next here as uh stanford gets the ball here at the 25 yard line hand off to philkins for about nowhere to go or so um as i was saying yeah like i think though i think smith will take time off here on sunday and then going into next week you know against washington state here to figure out what's not been clicking yeah and i think that it's a whole it's a whole series of things you have a lot of talent a lot of talent that's proven to be able to do great things for you another another handoff to Philkins here tries to get to the outside and goes nowhere as Fisher Morris and Ryan Cooper Jr. combine tackle for that loss there third down for what the I, Cardinal. But what I what I'm going to finish up is it's about exploiting and utilizing that talent, utilizing every bit of those great little things that make these players so unique in every single way. It's it's about exploiting exploiting that and utilizing it to your advantage in order to create the best team and put them out there week by week. Empty set here for Stanford, and then brings Philkins to the next one for McKee. McKee throws, fires, passes incomplete. Rajon Wright on the coverage, fourth down. Fourth down. That's what you like to see there from your defensive captain. The energy on that on that pass break up there afterwards try and make a play and you see that was only the third time that mckee has gone towards rajon wright's direction rajon wright has only let up two catches so another three and out here for stanford the defense is playing well like the no no question you know obviously no turnovers yet holding a team to 216 total yards 11 first downs making them punt having 13, making it so your offense has more time of possession and more total plays for them. Your defense is giving you every opportunity to score and do what they need to do, but your offense just isn't connecting and gelling in the way that they should. Sanborn's punt sails about to the 30-yard line, and Beavers will take over there. Be back in just a short break here as the Beavers look to try and make this a tie game. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. PRISM is looking for submissions for its upcoming literary magazine from Oregon State University students. Students can submit up to five submissions, including literary submissions, visual art submissions, and video slash audio submissions. Submissions are due November 18th at 11.59 p.m. To submit your work and for specific guidelines on submissions, visit our website at prism.orangemedianetwork.com submissions.
The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Welcome back inside the broadcast booth here as Ben Goldbranson's pass to Jam Griffin is incomplete. Second down and 10 here for the Beavers. Five minutes and 30 seconds here in the third quarter. I mean, if you're if you're Oregon State, you need another, you know, another good drive here, a long sustained drive, no penalties, you know, no anything like, you know, no negative plays, essentially, you know, to get confidence back in your quarterback and Ben Goldbranson here as he drops back the pass, throws deep pass, and just out of the reach of Silas Bolden, nearly made a play on there by number 13 for Stanford. Yeah, it looked like Bolden sort of became the defender on that one. Ball yeah. was way out of reach of Bolden's route uh, route combination, and it just... Never got his head around there. Yeah, never really one. got his head around. Ethan Bonner was in the right position to possibly get a pick, and Silas Bolden played decent enough defense, so that didn't happen. Third down and 10. Another, another crucial third down here for Oregon State. I mean, if you're... You know, if you're Jonathan Smith, you got to convert this here. Only down one score, and a lot of pressure, and a lot of pressure from the Stanford D line, and fourth down. Branson goes down for the fifth time tonight. Three and out. I, I mean, this is this is this is a long this play here. I mean, it's a long developing play here, or that Ben is just not seeing the field down and. I mean, great defensive stunt just by making all the linemen miss, catching them on their back foot. Great work by the Stanford D-line. I'm sorry, correction, with their fourth sack on Gilbranson tonight. Losher's punt sails to about the 20-yard line, backing up Filkins. Filkins is able to make a man miss. Got about a 10-yard return on that. 
I mean, that that is... Uh, Philkin's oh. longest return of the night. Yeah. <laughs> longest return for sure. I mean, that's at least something there. But as we see here on the broadcast, that expression is, I think, all of Oregon State right now, uh, you know, for what they've seen thus far against Stanford here through three quarters of play. Yeah. Defense has really been able to do a good job in stopping Stanford, but... This offense has not, the Oregon State offense has not given them any leeway whatsoever. The Stanford defense has very much come to play today. Definitely have it. I mean, you're down, if you're Stanford, you're playing, you know, with uh, with nothing to lose here. I mean, you're own three in Pac-12 play, and you're looking for your first win. Of course, you're playing with a little intensity here. Two receivers top at, to the top of the right here for Tanner McKee. McKee takes the snap. Beavers in the nickel package. A oh, little reverse. Flea flicker here. And the pass is incomplete, intended for Eurosic. Breakup by Ryan, Ryan Cooper. Cooper Jr. So Stanford Cardinal tried to get a little fancy there, a little razzle-dazzle, uh, but does not work there for, for them. Second down and 10. Four minutes and 27 seconds left here in the third quarter as the Beaver defense looks to get another stop here and give the ball back to their offense. McKee setting people in motion, takes the snap, throws, a little check down to Philkins, but pass incomplete. Easton masquerading as Arnold to knock that away. Great play by Andrew Chatfield there to disrupt the pass and force McKee to throw a bad ball off his back foot. Third down and 10 for the Cardinal. I mean, so far for them tonight, most of their points have been scored in the first half, and they've had multiple three and outs here to start the second half here. So we'll see if this is another third and out here for McKee and the Stanford offense. Five straight incompletions here so far for Tanner McKee. McKee takes the snap. Rolls left. Left, throws, and pass is caught by Michael Wilson, Wilson with yet another great catch. That would be Wilson's second reception. Wilson with three big chunk plays so far this game. Wilson, it's just the blown coverage right there. Jaden Grant just doesn't get his ha- just doesn't get there in time. I mean, that that's an easy pickup if you're if you're Stanford there. First down and ten. For Stanford at about the 35-yard line. Stanford in the heavy run package with a wide side to the right of the field. McKee, delayed handoff, fakes the handoff again, throws downfield, and the pass is caught for the touchdown. Rajon Wright just got burnt on the post pattern right there by none other than number 81, Bryson Tremaine, with his second touchdown of the game. 37-yard reception touchdown on that, but... 24 to 10. It's a two score game in the third quarter with three minutes and 41 seconds here. That's, that's a, that is, that is a moral, that's a demoralizer right there if you're the Oregon State defense. Yeah, it looks like hopefully we'll get a replay here to see how that play progressed. But I think Rajon Wright just got caught with his eyes in the backfield on that one. Tremaine just made him pay. And the extra point is good. 
Looked like there for a second that it was a little left, but looked, looked like we almost had a doink there for a second. But yeah, McKee just yeah, Rajon gets beat. Yeah, just right off the line, just allowed an easy release, and Tremaine just using his speed to beat Rajon right for the post route. Twenty-four ten, Beavers down. Easy completion there for yeah, easy completion there for McKee. I mean. Last, like I said early on in pregame, we hadn't, you know, Oregon State hadn't seen uh, McKee play last year when he started to really kind of come into his own as he was injured right before Cardinal came up here to Corvallis. But you can see that McKee, you know, polished veteran quarterback is just picking apart this Trent Bray defense here. You know, on the flip side, we're seeing a big game out of receiver Bryson Tremaine. Uh, five receptions, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. He averages 15.6 yards a catch. And every single one of these plays has been a one-on-one opportunity that he is, him and McKee have been able to exploit and take advantage of. Yeah, you got a big guy out there in Bryson Tremaine just you know, taking advantage of smaller DBs, covering him on that. It's an easy completion anytime. As the Beavers get the ball back here, Silas Bolden will let this go out of bounds in the kickoff, and the Beavers will take over about their 25-yard line here. First down and 10 for Oregon State. Be back in just about 30 seconds here. Prism is looking for submissions for its upcoming literary magazine from Oregon State University students. Students can submit up to five submissions, including literary submissions, visual art submissions, and video slash audio submissions. Submissions are due November 18th at 11.59 p.m. To submit your work and for specific guidelines on submissions, visit our website at prism.orangemedianetwork.com submissions. Jam Griffin there with a, a first big, down. A, a big, big run. run out of the backfield there. Almost almost across yards. midfield. A 20-yard gain. Great, great run there by Jam Griffin to start off the drive. Jam Griffin, 11 rushes, 75 yards, almost averaging 7 yards a carry there. But just a... As Coletto mixes, mixes yeah. way back onto the field. Cole Branson under center, two tight ends. Hands off to Griffin once more. Griffin gets about two yards on the play there. Second down and eight for the Beavs. I mean, you run it. You run it twice. You know they're ready for for the second one. I mean. Uh, if you're, if I think seeing Jack Coletto coming onto the field uh, is just a really good indication of a run, run heavy package, and uh, I think the linebackers for Stanford did a great job of reading through the scrape and playing off, playing off of the running back instead of playing off the lineman pulling. Cole Branson, botch snap, little underneath throw to Deshaun Fenwick for about maybe one third down. Cole Branson just. Went directly to his dump off on that one. Didn't look like there was a whole lot of good options that he could have had downfield. No, and especially with the botch snap there too. Kind of early, kind of bobbled it a little bit. I think if you're Goldbranson, you're just trying to get that out early. The Beavers face another third down here. Third and six as the clock starts ticking down. A minute 50 here in the third. 
Goldbranson hands it off to Damian Martinez. Martinez gets a first. He's still on his feet and is down to the 20-yard line. Big Again, game there. <laughs> like, I, like I hope for, get Damian Martinez back on the field. Damian Martinez with two rushes for over 10 yards apiece. Yeah, you see the blocking there from the offensive line, just moving guys out of the way, getting getting creating space for these Oregon State running backs to hit those big holes and get some chunk plays going on this drive here. Damian Martinez with two rushes for just over 22 yards. Goldbranson under center once more, hands it off to Deshaun Fenwick. Deshaun Fenwick is stuffed, no gain, second down. Under a minute left of play here in the third. I mean, you get the you get Martinez with that big run just to play earlier, and then you know no gain here from Fenwick. Seems like certain guys seem to have the high hand here, and it seems like it's a combination of Martinez and Griffin here mm-hmm. to start out the start out the third quarter. Yeah, here. Griffin averaging six point four a carry and with twelve carries, but Martinez is with two carries, has 40 yards. So, I don't know. Maybe go back to him. Fenwick takes the handoff. Doesn't get the first down. They're down here, but they're inside. Beavers are inside the red zone here. And they're going to let the clock run out here. As we'll take this to the fourth quarter. They're down eight for the Beavers when we return on the other side here. Fours up, Beaver fans. Fours up. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help.
Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Welcome back inside the broadcast booth as the Beavers take over here and pass incomplete here from Goldbranson to Tajan Lindsay. Fourth just, down and eight. Just skipped that one a little bit, left that one way too short, right at Lindsay's feet. I mean, the, you assume here this is four down territory. You expect Smith to go for this here. You're uh, down you, by two scores. You're down two you scores in the this. fourth quarter. Uh, you still have a shot at a first down. You need to do whatever you can to keep this drive alive and put points on the board, or it, or it's going to get out of hand fast. I mean, we're seeing McKee on the Stanford side of of the ball being able to ex- exploit this defense more and more. Goal Branson's pass sails into Silas Boland's hands, and it's a catch for a touchdown. That's a catch. That is a catch. That is a great catch. I think he got two feet in as well. We'll have Dude. to see this on the yeah, replay. Yeah, we'll have to see this because I didn't. I Gil from Branson, what I saw, I couldn't see that. But Gil that's Branson's, a twenty-yard reception by <laughs> Silas Bolton. Jeez, Gil Branson saw the one-on-one matchup at the bottom of the screen and just put it up for his boy to get it. That's that one. is a catch, and let's see if he'll get the second one in. All you need is he, one. He, but at least that has that one foot in. All though. you need is one, but let's see if he gets that second one in. Tight coverage there too. Bounce off his chest. He definitely secured it. Tumor there for Stanford. That wouldn't play in the NFL, but in the NCAA and here in the FBS, that my friends is a touchdown. As the and Beavers line up for a two point conversion. Oh, Gilbranson fumbled the snap. Branson just has to throw that away and complete. Why do you go for the two point here? It's still early, right? I, I mean, I'm with you on that one, Ryan. I don't agree with that play call in any shape or form. You're still down two scores. Just take now the you're, point. Now you're down two scores still. That made no sense. I mean, you would have just... you would have been down one score, and now you're down two. I don't like the play call, especially with all the time remaining left on the clock. Because my anticipation was, and what I was about ready to say there after the Silas Bolden touchdown was, okay, Atticus Hopkinson's going to come on for the field goal, but I was surprised to see the offense was out there for the two-point. I'm extremely surprised to see that, especially when 
we've seen that throughout this game, Stanford doesn't have long time of possession. Yeah, and you're able to get the ball back quickly. 14 minutes throughout the entire game. That's that's just a little bit of a risky and not a smart risky call there by Jonathan Smith and Brian Lingwin. Yeah, it's a higher risk thing. I mean, I know you get a high reward there. You know, you cut into the deficit, so it's not as bad. But, like, at that point, at that time, situationally speaking, there is no need to call that. You're right playing. For, you're playing for the win before you're even before you're even close enough to win. I I don't like that play call at all. If it's later in the game, you have two minutes left or so. Okay, I can see that, but this is still early to where you can come up with you know points to close that deficit. I mean, we're talking about 14 minutes left on the clock here, Ryan. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of time left to to get two scores from a team who hasn't spent. M- who hasn't even entirely spent 14 and a half minutes on their entire time of possession this entire game. Exactly. And I mean, don't Four, forget too. Don't forget too. They all have their timeouts. The momentum was with us up until that play right there. That was a momentum killer. You had you had something going going into the fourth quarter. And then you kind of just washed it away by going for two and not getting it. Again, fumbled snap and ex- poor execution by Oregon State offense on it. But putting your team in that position was just kind of a poor decision. Agreed. 100% agreed. It's poor, poor decision making there. So, But when we come back, Stanford will get the ball here with 14 minutes and 50 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. 24 to 16, Stanford leads. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Oregon State will kick it off here. Stanford a little squib bouncing kick here as they'll take it out to about the 20-yard line. I mean... Barrow with another return, taken down by number nine. And I think Cole Branson is talking there to Lindgren about what happened on uh, on that uh, play to go for two. And I guess we're getting... Oh, oh okay, so... Similar to week one of the NFL season and the Bengals-Steelers game, an injury to a long snapper is keeping the kicker off the field. So we saw the long snapper get carted off just moments ago, and that may have been an easy decision for Lindgren and Smith to go. We have to take a shot at two. As McKee hands off here to Philkins, Philkins gets about five on that run there. Stanford going back to that nice little RPO draw there. Cut on the long snapper snapping hand, which is, you know, if the snap's not good, I mean, there's no risk in having, you know, somebody try to snap the ball to your kicker. Philkins, another handoff. Omar Spates with a great great stop there. This time no gain uh, on the play. Third down, 14 minutes and 13 seconds. Here in the fourth quarter. Spates and Corey Stover in on the stop. 
Spades did a great job of noticing Philkins had nowhere to go. Great initial push by the Beaver D-line, but Spades did a great job of scraping, getting to the outside, and making sure that Philkins couldn't bounce it out. Third down and six here, as the Cardinal have run 26 plays, uh, passing plays to the 14 rushing. Trips, trip set. Motions. Philkins. Philkins to the wide side. Rolls out. McKee fires downfield, and nobody in the area but a flag. A flag thrown, but on that play, you see Jaden Grant bolting immediately as soon as that ball was thrown. I think it's time for Jaden Grant to make a big play and step up. Holding penalty on Ryan Cooper Jr. First down at 10 for Stanford. Again, looks like just a little bit, probably a contact beyond five yards. Yeah. Cooper couldn't get away with it. Good call. Keeps the drive going here for Stanford. Beaver defense almost had them to another three and out, but that holding penalty from Cooper Jr. keeps this drive going. Beavers have eight penalties for 80 yards right now. McKee fakes the handoff. Passes. Oladapo misses a tackle, but Chatfield, Rajon Wright. To Elijah Higgins there for about eight yards. Second down. A whole a whole squad of Beaver defenders on that one. All of them swarming there to the ball, keeping it going. Yeah, and that's again, that's a really great thing that you want to see out of your defense is eleven hats going try to try to make a play. As soon as that ball is out, it's 11 hats hunting going all to that one place. Great work by this Beaver defense. Quarterback so change here for Stanford as Ari Patu is in, hands it off to Higgins. Higgins gets slammed by Jaden Grant. Jaden Grant with a big play going downhill, stopping, stopping running back Brendan Barrow. But first down and 10 there for, for Stanford as they're able to convert. Yeah, we saw Quarterback Ari Pot, or I'm sorry, quarterback Ashton Daniels come in for a second. Oh, sorry, Ashton Daniels. I remember Ari Patu from last year. Number 14, Ashton Daniels came in for a second, but McKee seems to be back on the field. First and 10, Stanford. McKee, little out route there for about a five yard gain. McKee going to once again Tremaine. back to Bryson Tremaine for his sixth catch of the night. Bryson Tremaine has been McKee's go-to guy here. I mean, big touchdowns here so far. And just, you know, anybody that's covered is like McKee knows, hey, I have him open And what I'm liking about McKee and, you know, this offensive coordinator and the way that they're working in tandem with each other, they're making sure that Bryson Tremaine is one of his last reads. So whenever he gets in a situation where he's faced with a bunch of defenders in his face, he knows that he might have an opportunity with with Bryson Tremaine if the cards are right. McKee almost is, is sacked and just slides to avoid the pressure there on second down and seven. It's good, now third down. Good work by McKee to escape the pressure. A whole lot of Beaver defenders in the area. 11 minutes and 21 seconds tick by here in the fourth quarter, third down for the Stanford Cardinal, leading 24 to 16. The Cardinal have just about passed midfield at around the 42-yard line into Beaver territory. Three receivers to the right of Tanner McKee. McKee, Urosic, Urosic, the 
at the top of the screen. McKee looks, fires over the middle, and passes incomplete, intended for Michael Wilson. Ryan Cooper Jr. on the coverage. Fourth and five. I mean, if you're Stanford, you you you, you feel comfortable in punting this ball back. Yeah, push, putting it in a position where your defense can maybe go get two points or your special teams can put them in a position to make a mistake for themselves. We saw a, a fumbled snap on the very last exchange between the center and Gilbranson. Let's hope that that got fixed up because the more that we creep behind with our backs against the wall, it's going to be an issue. As Sanborn's punt will be fair caught by Anthony Gould at the 14-yard line. Beavers still down two scores here uh, with 10 minutes and 45 seconds left in the fourth quarter. 24 to 16 and we'll we will take a short break here everyone deserves a home so what can we do to address homelessness in our community we are the home opportunity planning and equity board or hope board and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in corvallis and benton county change is a group effort and each one of you is a valuable part of our community that's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input together we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in corvallis and benton county for more information on how you can get involved visit the hope website by searching hope benton county kbvrfm would love to hear from you Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. 
Welcome back inside of the DJ booth here on the fourth floor of the SEC. Stanford still leads Oregon State 24 to 16. It's 10 minutes and 45 seconds here in the fourth quarter as the Beavers take over at their own 15-yard line. Appears to be uh, Jam Griffin in the backfield. Cole Branson under center Ooh. hands it off. Seems like Jam slipped off of his initial push. Yeah, no gain there. And you're backed up in an unfavorable spot. Any mistakes are are not well warranted right now. And as Griffin leaves uh, second and leaves to the sideline there, second and 12. David Bailey with the TFL on the last play. If you're, yeah, if you're Oregon State, you're in do or die here. Cole Branson surveys, quick throw to Overman. For about two yards. I wouldn't say they're necessarily in do or die in, in this situation at all. You still got 10 minutes on the clock. Your defense has been able to, you know, stop them over the last couple minutes. It's just the offense has to get it clicked offense together. Offense has to come together. You know that you're going to have to go for two. You knew that you were going to have to go for two because of your long snapper being out. It's just it's just time to, it's crunch time. Yeah. Rather than Rather than do or die, it's crunch time. Third and eight for Oregon State here. Gold Branson, two receivers to his right. Steps back, evades pressure. Tries to get it off to Martinez, but just barely out of the hands with Stanford defenders coming down right at him. Fourth and eight. And it looks like we're going to, yeah, quick three and out and a beaver punt. Not a great drive there. Just, Just not a great drive. No, not a great drive there at all. I mean, credit to... Credit to Stanford's defense. They were forcing the Beavers to get, give them the ball back there mm-hmm. as Filkins waits for Losher's punt. Losher's punt sails to about the 40-yard line, but a flag and will be down possible at the 35. Hold. We might get Stanford pushed back a little more. Down there, punt down by Tajon Lindsay. We'll see what this flag is here. Uh, just a minute, just waiting on it, yep. holding on, holding on the receiving team. So I'll push that back just a little bit. Number eighty-one that for Stanford. One Bryson Tremaine. So Bryson Tremaine, two touchdowns and then a penalty there on the punt return. And that would make it the 13th penalty for a combined 135 yards throughout this entire game. Jeez. My goodness. And with that, we will take a little break here before Stanford takes over. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus.
Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Ledmore gets a handoff and it's a Welcome back inside of the booth here. You're missing us talking about the Oregon State offense here. Um, John Dunmore from that pass from Boise State uh, in week one. But Oregon State is not on offense here. The Cardinal, Cardinal offense is here. So the Cardinal are out. Oregon State's on defense here. 24 to 16 with eight minutes and 56 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Stanford leads. Tanner McKee has two receivers to his left there. Vades pressure goes out of bounds, but a flag. Good play call by the Beaver defense. Rajon Wright was ghost to his side, meaning he didn't really have a receiver to cover other than a tight end. Therefore, he banjos that banjos that banjo, meaning he passes it off to his more inside guy, and he goes on a ghost blitz. Jack Lair, the guilty party on the on the flag there. Yeah, he <clears throat> he was holding Rajon Wright on that play because obviously Wright had the free shot at the quarterback. Good play. That'll back up this Cardinal offense here. And it will still remain about second down and 20. McKee hands it off to, to Philkins, and Philkins gets maybe about four yards on that run there. Stanford really, Stanford really sticking with that delayed halfback draw. Which is, it, it's been working for them, so I I mean, I understand, you know, don't go away from what's been working, which has somewhat not been the case here for Oregon State, but... True, truly, I think that what, that what all that play is about is really just trying to catch the defense out of position, and they're doing a really good job of not jumping out, not 
taking the bait and sticking to their guns. McKee, quick pass to number six there for Stanford. Oh, it's still not down. Running the other way with it. McKee throws a block and wow, gets about nine yards on that play there. Fourth down. Cardinal do not convert there. Wide receiver Elijah Higgins on the run almost turned it into a first down going the opposite direction. That I will I will admit that was impressive. I thought, you know, that was not going to that was not going to go anywhere, but he's able to make something out of it, especially if you're going backwards. That's dangerous too. Stanford forced to punt, fourth and four. Quick three and out for Stanford here as the Beavers get the ball back, still down two scores. So Beavers still have a lot of time on the clock to get down the field and put some points on the board and find a way to be in this game. Anthony Gould takes Sanborn's punt for about four yards. And he is lit up by inside linebacker Spencer Jorgensen on the punt. For the fourth quarter here with just one second under seven minutes to go here as the Oregon State Beavers are still down by two scores as they take over. A little more extracurricular talking going on after each play. But we're seeing a little. But we're seeing a little less of the sloppiness and the chippiness that we saw from the first half. Obviously, the five unsportsmanlike conduct penalties we haven't seen any in the second half. No, which has been a very welcome sight to see. Uh, I'm sure you can agree on that. Mm -hmm. As uh, as Josiah Irish goes in motion here, Cole Branson under center hands it off. Play action over the middle. Pass is caught by Silas Bolden to the 45-yard line. So a lot of the quick throws here we're yeah. kind of seeing, or at least start out this drive here from that first throw there to Bolden. Yeah, so the Stanford defense, you know, they're really not trying to get beat on the big play, uh, especially with so much time left on the clock. What they probably are letting up right now are these easy under routes, especially on that play action, what we just saw, a little under route just barely behind the linebackers, and a good gain by Silas Bolden. Handoff here to Sean Fenwick for about two yards, two, three yards here, second down. Fenwick running right behind Talisi Fuaga. Six minutes and 17 seconds here in the fourth quarter, second down and six. Beavers looking to put points on the board here as... Cole Branson has two receivers to his right, a one-on-one matchup down at the bottom there with Silas Bolin. He hands it off off to to Martinez. Martinez takes a run, still going, still going on his feet. Touchdown, Oregon State. And there we go. And what have I been saying this entire time? Feed Damian Martinez. Martinez the ball. 43-yard rushing touchdown there for Damian Martinez, and just like that, just a great it's cut a two-point ball game with five minutes and 45 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Great cutback, great blocking, great balance, just an all-out great drive. Three plays, 67 yards, only a minute 14 off the clock, 5.45 still left as the Beavers attempt a two-point conversion. Just a 
just exactly what we hope to see out of these beavers late in this game. You see that sense of urgency is now coming alive here just under six minutes to go here as they try here for the two-point attempt. Cole Branson looks, looking, looking for a receiver. Decides to run, tuck it and run, takes it himself, and is stopped at the five-yard line. And the beavers do not pick up their second two-point attempt of the quarter here. As they are still down by two, Stanford leads 24 to 22 here with five minutes and 45 seconds left. And we will take a short break. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board. And we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Welcome back inside the DJ booth here on the fourth floor of the SEC. Damian Martinez just scored the touchdown to get bring Oregon State within two. Um, I mean, this is now if you're if you're Oregon State and the Beavers, uh, you know you're looking for a you're lo- looking for a stop here. You have to hope that maybe someone's listening in on us broadcasting about Damian Martinez that they just were like, eh, okay. Yeah, we'll him, like, we'll yeah you're him. right. You got to, you know, got to feed him the rock a little more. 
as Stanford will take this out to about the 25, 30-yard line. Brendan Barrow is his longest return of the day. Beavers have started, you know, like you said, feeding Martinez a little more here and just, you know, kind of making this a little easier on their young quarterback, Ben Goldbranson here. As 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 we're getting, you know, this is more of a game than what it was early on down two scores. And we're seeing the replay of Martinez's last run. And we're seeing just a great and fantastic push up front by this Beaver O-line to create an alley for a fast and strong downhill back like Damian Martinez to cut, make another cut, miss one, make one man miss, and just race to the finish line. McKee, quick dump off to Eurosic. Pickup of about four or five on the play. Tackled by Kyrie Fisher-Morris and John McCartan. Second down as the clock keeps ticking here. Five minutes and 20 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Quick hurry up as Filkins gets the ball on a handoff. Picks up the first down. He'll get the first down, but not until he is rallied up by James Rawls and Kyrie Fisher-Morris. Kyrie Fisher Morris, leader on that team, making plays. You know, you don't call we, we we don't call his name often, but like he's around. No matter when you call him, oh, you do not like to see that. So often, that is yeah, as Simon Sandberg. As right now, we're seeing Simon Sandberg. You hate to see that a leader on the team and leader on the defense, and you know, with with that injury, we're we should take some time here as they tend to. Uh, Sandberg here. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Sandberg was helped off the field here. Hopefully he's all right. We should know what's up with him later. You know, but, uh, uh, first down and ten here right before for the Cardinal. The, right, uh, you know, prior to the Sandberg injury, we were talking about. You know, we don't often call Kyrie Fisher Morris's name. We have we've we've been calling Omar Spates's name, and that is the presence of a great linebacker crew. When you call out one name, the other one is usually doing just as good a job that they're working in tandem together. So when you're calling the other name. The other man knows he's doing the right thing. And when you're calling, obviously, the opposite and vice versa, just a great word. Tanner McKee's pass was broken up earlier for, by uh, Alex Austin, tender for Bryson Tremaine. I guess they were dealing with some stuff with the play clock there, but um, as the ref was coming out there, as Oregon State gets the line here, handoff here to Philkins. Tackled for about the 42-yard line. Great read by Alex Austin. Seeing run all the way and going down and sticking his nose in the play. Third down here for the Cardinal as the clock keeps ticking. Third down eight. Lead by two as the clock keeps ticking. I mean, if you're David Shaw, you're no, in no hurry to snap this ball. Yeah, you're but, gonna um, let this. You're gonna let this run to a little under under four minutes and really. Really try to see if this Oregon State defense can earn their give their take. McKee takes the snap, rolls out to his right, throws and pass sails over the head of of Bryson Tremaine. Oh, we, but we, there's a flag, and it looks like it's going to be on Rayshon right here. 
And we're going to get a holding call on Rajon Wright. That will give Stanford a fresh set of downs. And crucial mistake. Cru- crucial. crucial penalty error on third down. As you see, yeah, it's the yep. slightest hold, but he's going to he, get flagged for that every time. I, know, mean, I know he's trying to plead his case there, but you're going to get flagged every time for the slightest hold there. Sometimes as a corner, when you're using your hands a little more than you're using your feet, that'll, that type of stuff is going to happen. It looked like Tremaine just gave Rajon Wright a little bit, of, little bit of a good shake at the top of that route. Casey Filkins with a the handoff there gets about eight. Brought down by Oladapo. Second down. 24, still 24 to 22 here. Three minutes. The clock keeps ticking, ticking by uh, as Stanford has the ball at their 45-yard line. Second down and two. If you're Oregon State and you're trying to pray, you're trying to get off the field and try to get the ball back to your offense as quickly as possible. This is a two-score game. Yeah, you, you need, don't want to give up anything big here. You want a big stop right here. Someone to make a play. That would be the backup Daniels in Daniels the game. Daniels gets the gets the first on a design QB run. First down and ten, Cardinal here. So I guess we see Daniels in here for for the Cardinal when it's a design QB short, run. Short running back scenario, similar to I guess how we use we Jack bring Coletto. in Jack Coletto. But what Stanford does is also gives still having that RPO option of we can still throw it on you if you overcommit. First and ten here for the Cardinal. Two minutes and fifty four seconds in the fourth quarter. Three receivers set for Tanner McKee. Bunch to the bottom of the screen. Hand off to Filkins. Filkins breaks the tackle and first down and 10. Fresh set of downs. Inching ever closer to put this game away here. I mean, the bend don't break philosophy has to come into play here for Trent Bray in this defense. I mean, they're moving the ball at will. I know they've been out. The defense has been out here a while and you're missing. Simon Sandberg, who mm-hmm. was just out, um, you know, you gotta you gotta come up with somebody here. It's a big, big time play here to at least get something going here. And Filkins with his nineteenth carry for forty eight yards and a touchdown on the day, as he is motioned into the backfield once again. McKee takes the snap, hands it off to Filkins. No, it's a keeper by himself and takes it down for about four yards. Jaden Grant with the stop. Second down here for the Cardinal as the clock keeps ticking by here with a minute and 53 left in the fourth. Oregon State takes their second timeout of the half, looking to preserve some clock here. I mean, this is, yeah, this is a big, the big, big drive here for, for the Oregon State defense. In the words of Scott Hansen, this is what we would call the witching hour. We got... Two minutes left. Everything is going to be decided in these next couple plays. And also, too, it is it is a Pac-12 after dark game. After all, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Beavers with one timeout left. Second down and seven here for the Stanford Cardinal. As we wait for... 
the offense to get set here. Seemed like we're getting a little bit of a delay here as Ashton Daniels is back in at quarterback for the Cardinal. My mistake. Tanner McKee here. Hands it off again to Filkins. Filkins gets about four yards on the play here at third down. I mean, even if we're, you know, the Beavers hold um, hold the Cardinal here to just a field goal, it's still it's still a one possession game. But you have to go down there. You yeah, know, if you drive the long way down the field with a backup quarterback. To and win if, the game. and if you make a stop here on fourth down and hold them to just a field goal, you have the opportunity to go try to drive down the field with only a minute left. So not only does that put some a little extra pressure on your quarterback making his first career start, but also it puts a lot of pressure on Stanford as soon as they realize that if they give the ball back without converting, they could be in for a rude awakening come a minute from now down the clock. It's all a matter of how David Shaw wants to use use these final minutes here in the fourth quarter. Third down and four, and McKee's on the sideline as Daniels is back in there for Stanford. Daniels with the snap, hands it off. And, and he'll keep, keep it, it and, and lose yards. yards. Wow, John wow. McCartan with a... Big stop there for the Beaver defense. You could see the energy there from McCartan just, you know, getting getting this team off the field here, you know, getting the offense off the field. Just shoots that gap, just not even picked up there by Urosic. Just a great all the way. That's just the best way to play defense against a read option. Great play by McCartan. See ball, defense. attack ball, you know, <laughs> go after ball. Well, it's all about assignments, man. The yeah. outside guy's got the quarterback. The most outside guy always has the quarterback. Joshua Cardi for the field goal attempt. It looks like we might get a timeout from Stanford here to avoid a delay game penalty, but still using every bit of that clock time he can. That'll, yeah, that'll leave about a minute and three seconds on the clock. Fourth and eight. Stanford up 24 to 22. Yeah, make, if they make this field goal go up by three, you'd force Oregon State to use all that, you know, all the time on that clock left to drive down the field and score a touchdown to win the game. And that'll make and it with how the defense has been playing for Stanford. It's not, you know, it's not a bad strategy for them. And especially with not having any timeouts and just the only, really, the only success driving down the field for Oregon State has been with the use of the running game. So it's going to be hard to see how they manage this clock. And the kick, the 46-yard field goal from Joshua Carty is good, nearly right down the middle there. So Stanford 27, Oregon State 22, just under a minute in the fourth quarter, 58 seconds left here in this game. Time to see what Ben Goldbranson is made of here in this final minute. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the best way of describing this here. You had a game winner, similar situation against Fresno. See if Jonathan Smith can pull it off again here. And don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be back in just a short break. Oh. <sighs> 
Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis. Let's get local. Welcome back inside the broadcast booth here. Um, Stanford leads 27-22 here in the fourth quarter with just 58 seconds left here to play in this game as the Beavers are looking for a final comeback here to at least try and not go 0-3 in conference play. Bolden takes the kickoff. Forcing a return. Bolden with a big gain there, but if he was able to stay on his feet, might have been much, much more down at the 25, 30-yard line. A Possible, absolutely touchdown-saving tackle by safety Alakai Gilman. That's that's a big play right there. Yeah, it it seemed like Bolden just had the lane and then got tripped up. If he stays on his feet, it's a touchdown. That's housed. That's housed. All right. Three receivers to the bottom of the screen here for Ben Goldbranson. Cole Branson takes the snap. Martinez looks, in the backfield. Cross the middle there for Treshawn Harrison. Harrison gets about nine. Beeves looking to get the ball here. Hurrying to the line. 40 seconds left on the clock. Clock's Second down. Rem- clock remaining to take. Second down and one here for Oregon State. Cole Branson again to throw. Anthony Gould passes caught to the 45-yard line. Clock continues to tick. 27 seconds here. And again, after every first down, the clock will start back up again. 25 seconds here. Cole Branson throws once more. Pass. Caught by Treshawn Harrison. Harrison going. Still on his feet. Touchdown. Oregon State. 13 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Do you believe in miracles? An absolute Great catch. Just going over the top of him. Treshawn Harrison. Wow. You just got mossed by Treshawn Harrison. 28 to 27. Oregon State has taken the lead with 13 seconds left in the game. Absolutely wild, Ryan. Absolutely insane, Casey. I. Wow. I'm. I'm. a sight for sore eyes right now. What an absolutely great play by Treshawn Harrison. Great work by Ben Branson to put his trust in his receiver to make a big play. And guess what? Harrison delivers. Harrison, Treshawn Harrison is him. And the Beavers will kneel the ball out there. Beavers with will kneel the two-point conversion. 
My goodness, if you just heard screaming from across Corvallis right now, that this is probably why. Treshawn Harrison going up and over a defender. Just, just stays on his feet. Bonner just doesn't even get able to get around, and Harrison just beats. Ethan Bonner has been having fields. a phenomenal game this entire, entire four quarters. And if you're but Ben Goldbrandson... 13 seconds left on the clock, <laughs> yeah, you gotta feel... That Treshawn Harrison just happens to be better today. And if you're Ben Goldbranson, that's got to be a weight off your shoulders after the game that you've had of being sacked five times in this. This is, you know, people will forget all about that, but that is something that's like you got to feel good about yourself. And everyone down in Stanford is just stunned. And with 13 seconds remaining left on the clock, we will see if Oregon State will hold on to this late game comeback. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely wild, Ryan. I'm I'm shaking right now. I'm what a what a great end to a wild game. A wild game what that a, started out really shaky and has gotten more exciting as as it's progressed. <laughs> as Sappington will kick off here. We'll see what Tanner McKee and Stanford do here you know, with, with 13 only seconds just down by one. With 13 seconds and two timeouts, I, I'd assume Sappington wants to boot this all the way back. No return possible. Yeah. There it is. Touchback there, and the Cardinal will take over at their 25-yard line. Well, again, 13 seconds and two timeouts. Let's see if this defense can step up in a big way just for a few plays. I... That replay, actually, I think why maybe Bonner didn't go after him was he thought that he might have gotten a hold on the face mask there, but probably not enough to garner a flag. But still, like, that is, that that's probably why that tackle didn't happen there. But man, what a play. Just, Just an, what a play. What a fourth quarter of Beaver football. From Damian Martinez to Treshawn Harrison to Ben Gilbranson to John McCartan. McKee's pass intercepted, intercepted by Ryan Cooper Jr. And that is game. The Beaver offense will come back out one last time kneel and this. kneel it out. But ladies and gentlemen, Ben Goldbranson is he will get his first career, career victory on his first career start. What an absolutely electric fourth quarter. Wow. Just, yeah, I look at that play, looking at the As replay here from Cooper. On the interception, just, Cooper just doing a great job of disguising his coverage, knowing that his his boys on the inside of Jaden Grant and Kyrie Fisher-Morris have that underneath coverage. He and just goes and sits right over the top. chainsaw there, folks. And Gall Branson will kneel this out. And your final, Oregon State 28, Stanford 27, and the Beavers, Beavers get back on track here to get their first in-conference conference victory of the year and improve to 4 and 2. Stanford loses their fourth in-conference game here and they fall to 1 and 4. And we'll be back with our post game in just a little bit.
Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Welcome back here to the post-game show. And, well, Casey, that was a, a very exciting second half of football there from the Oregon State Beavers. Wouldn't you say? Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> I can't put it into words right now. A underwhelming performance for the Beavers all around, but that fourth quarter was all Beaver football. That was the Beaver football that we should have been playing the other three quarters. It just happened to spark in the fourth quarter after a large Damian Martinez run. That was something. The offense clicked there. I mean, it just... You finally see it kind of got put together mm -hmm. there at the right at the end. You can tell that this team can is gritty. They can grind out wins. You know, they have that dog mentality to say, hey... Even though we are down, we will find a way to win this game, even with our backup quarterback. And everything has to go to Ben Gilbranson on this one, making his first career start, coming out there, not turning the ball over one time, despite being sacked four times very early. He ended with 20, uh, 20 completions over 29 attempts, 250 yards, and two touchdowns. Treshawn Harrison... The player of the game, the play of the game. The <laughs> play of the game, yeah. Seven receptions, 104 yards, and the game silencing touchdown. Just an absolute great performance down the stretch from these receivers and Ben Gobranson. But what I want to point out is none of that would have been possible without major stops by the Beaver defense, such as John McCartan's big play, as well as the big rush from Damian Martinez. Damian Martinez only had three carries, but each of those carries was over 10 yards. First one went for 11. Second one went for 29. The fourth one, the silencer, went for the touchdown, the big rush that really got the Beavers back in position to win this game. Averaging a ridiculous 27.7 yards per attempt. And none of that's possible without Jam Griffin and Deshaun Fenwick 
obviously going in there and giving these Stanford linebackers and the Stanford defensive front completely different looks every single time. That's kudos to the offensive line. That's kudos to these great running backs. And again, kudos to Brian uh, to Ben Gilbranson on getting his first victory and also his first victory in the Pac-12. Exactly. I mean, that's got to feel great for him right now, you know, leading that touchdown drive with that pass to Trayshawn Harrison, just the yards after set, after catch there, 67 total, just Trayshawn making big play after and, big play. And we talked about how during the halftime break, uh, during the halftime show, we talked about how the yards per play, we needed to see more of that. The Beavers averaged a little under four and a half yards per play. That quickly switched around by the end of this game to 6.4 yards per play. They ended up out, out running and outplaying Stanford in this fourth quarter so much that they outbeat them in dang near every stat other than passing yards, which they only beat them by 19 yards. And well, 19 yards wasn't necessary for Trayshawn Harrison to cross that end zone line. <laughs> Trayshawn said, yak this, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right at the end there to wrap things up here. But yeah, that that's, oh my goodness, that's, I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better, you know, down, you know, several players, including your long snapper and your you starting know, quarterback, and you're able to go into Stanford, get a win, you know, very hard fought, not the best at times, not, you know, all that consistent there, but still a win is a win. A win is a win in any and, way that you can get it. And looking forward to next week, the Beavers know that the sloppiness from this first half, that's not going to fly against a better team, in my opinion, like Washington State. Exactly. A lot of sloppy penalties, a lot of what you could say was missed assignments or people just making the better play. That's where you go in on Monday and you put your nose down, you study the film on of today, and you get ready for Washington State. I'm very happy to say that these Beavers have earned themselves a win and they're going to earn themselves a shot at a chance at a bowl game this year. I agreed 100%. I mean, you get to see two amazing game winners, one in, you know, Fresno State, the walk-off, and then this one here with Treshawn. I mean, Smith and that crew, they ain't done yet. Mm-hmm. They and, ain't done yet. And to go over some, you know, some final stats from from this game, Beavers ended with a total of 442 yards, 250 passing, 192 on the ground, 24 first downs, 5 of 14 on third down, and 2 of 2 on fourth, 69 total plays in comparison to Stanford's Stanford's 61. They were even on punts with 5. The penalty yards started to hurt us late, 9 for 90. That'll make a team on Monday run a lot. So, Maybe a little bit of a discipline check is necessary to, uh, for for this team, but all in all, you can't hang your head on any way that you played today because of the way that you finished. Exactly. It's not the way that you start. It's the way that you finish. Any mm-hmm. coach will tell you that. And again, just because of the very end of the game, the Beavers continue to win turnover battles, and Stanford continues to have the worst turnover ratio in the Pac-12. And they extend their losing streak to FBS teams since last year. Hmm. 
Well, uh, well, with that being said, Ryan, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure broadcasting this game with you, Casey. And hopefully for anybody that has been staying up with us and has been following us all night tonight, thank you for listening. We appreciate it here. Anyways, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to get some sleep. And uh, I'm sure you are as well after the excitement of this game. So a Great Beaver victory. Yeah, exactly. Great Beaver victory. We'll catch you later. See ya.